Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisles. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Craft Sports. 
That's GameFlyOffer.com slash CraftRootSports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftRootSports.com, and click the GameFly link in the menu bar. What I'm saying, Fitzpatrick and a guy like Darren Jay, they don't need nobody to be successful. They're going to be successful no matter what situation you place them in. Here's Troy Aske. Oh, man, he can run. Why are you surprised, Dan? Oh, uh, you know why I'm surprised. I can't say it on TV, but he can run. run. <laughs> he was a track guy. Right. He was a track guy. But, but you're saying it with an edge You don't tone. see that much. You're saying it tone. I, let's call it what it is. I like that, he man. He just ran 4-3-5. Hey, man, let me go hug at him. At 215 pounds. I'm going to hug him. Hey, man, that was good, man. <laughs> you can run, run. Excuse me, 200 pounds. <laughs> I try. How do you, man? Good job. <laughs> I just, want to, just want to make sure as you're watching this on your screen, is there a proper white balance on that? That is unbelievable right there. I've, I've drafted him. If they, if, what I'm saying. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. This is Craft Root Sports. I can't even after yeah, that intro. How do you uh, you pump out more? Uh, deal. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Jesus man. I mean, I love how Dion was trying so hard not to say it. He wanted to say it real bad, but he was like, I, "Look at that white motherfucker go." <laughs> can't say it on TV. <laughs> And then they even goaded him at the end with, uh, you need to adjust balance. the white balance. <laughs> Rich Eisen coming in hot. <laughs> so good. He was allowed to say that. Though. So good, man. Uh, this is Craft Fruit Sports. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we got an awesome show again this week for you. We're really looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to my punishment this week. Mike's got to sing Bobby Brown. <sighs> Yeah, I got to do some Bobby Brown singing. We got some great beer that we're going to be drinking tonight. We're going to be talking all the March sadness. Because <laughs> it's coming, y'all. We're going to fuck this up. Yeah, it's going to be a rough tournament, I think, for Xavier fans. Uh, Joe's hanging out with us, as always. Joe, how you doing, man? Hi, guys. What up? <laughs> Joe's all fired up this week. He's super happy. His Browns made moves today. Tigers tied for second. Joe is like on cloud nine. He brought his nine iron. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Who? Who? I was going to mute his mic. I was going to reach over and just mute his you mic. That. <laughs> I thought you were. When I saw you reach over, I'm like, oh, he's doing it. Uh, he's just taking the music down. Uh, which, you know what? Let's uh, just get right into this. Uh, motherfucker of the week. Uh, I'll start us off. Yeah, go ahead. Scott. Your motherfucker you can... nominees of the week. Are beginning with Tiger Woods fans. <laughs> Tiger Woods fans this week, uh, they're they've got their their boners out and they're all ready to go after last week when he you know made an appearance and I say that that's it he made an appearance on television and uh, I guess he's back now he's back but God yeah, he's I back. Mean, today he managed to make it to the top of the leaderboard and he's all the way back one it's, tournament he's back it's, it's and now done. It's, now he's halfway through another tournament he's back. Red Shirt Sundays, they're he's, back to he's stay. He's back, man. The, the man is back. I don't know why. Perkins waitress, what? Why no. are we? Why are we so? Uh, why are we so against him here? He's back. We should know this. He's back. Yes. So um, that's option one. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger fans. Woods fans for uh, having a boner. Option early. number two for motherfucker of the week. 
Cleveland Browns fans. Uh, Cleveland Browns fans are uh, the option for motherfucker of the week. Uh, after their moves today, they got Tyrod Taylor. Uh, they got Landry. That cleared the way for them to pick Saquon Barkley with the number one pick and likely get a lineman. And but let's let's be honest. It's still the Browns, so it's don't, the Browns. don't jump exactly. the gun. Don't right. jump the gun. Uh, they can still Browns this. But Browns fans are all excited because the Browns are back. Woo! Browns are back! <laughs> Cleveland rocks! So two... Two fan bases who are claiming that they're Tiger Woods fans and Browns (laughs) fans. Are your motherfuckers of the week? Uh, Get your votes in. We will reveal the uh, the winner at the end of the week. You know, or at the end of the episode. You know, I was thinking, man. We normally rely on Joe to let us know that he ain't gonna say shit. He's not. He's gonna be like, I'm not gonna say a word. (laughs) Fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, did you look before the show? Did you see the the poll before the show? Um. No, I did not. We, I, Mike, that was what Mike was going to ask you upstairs when I said, no, stop. And I cut him off and you're like, oh, you didn't think I, I did that? I'm like, yeah, that. that. I, I totally didn't want you to know until the show. So, yeah, it was a, it was a who good you got? Play. Who you got, Joe? Who, who's the motherfucker yeah, of the week? Yeah, who's your pick for motherfucker of the week, Joe? I plead the fifth. Oh, fair enough. Don't want to incriminate yourself twice? Yep, I understand. Cool. Uh, we got a uh, shout out to Dan Chancellor for jo- joining in. Host of the No Distractions podcast. What up, Thursday yeah. nights. Dan's a good dude. He's going to be sending us some beer, he said. So cool. we got to get on getting him some Cincy beer. Uh, yeah. Check their show out on Thursday nights on Facebook Live. Uh, we got Tyson wants to know which Bobby Brown song. It's my prerogative. This is Scott Skrzewski's punishment for me for uh, the picks. Stuck the landing on the last name. Nailed it. Yeah, after last week, I had to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last week was rough. Practice in the mirror. Skrizuski. I still blame that on the bong from last week. I don't sure. I don't take all the blame for that one. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'll be singing my prerogative. And then uh, Brian Westbrook is... Uh, Up to his old antics. Tuning he's in. He's just there. Um, so if you want to know what he said, host check, out the, <laughs> check out the group. Host of Beyond X's and O's. Fuck him. Yes. At the moment, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> You want to talk about this beer we're drinking tonight? Yep. All right, let's hit this. And look, we're going to go fancy tonight, too, with uh, all new graphics for the show as we introduce this beer. Tonight's beer is Winterloper, and it is by Bauhaus Brew Labs out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. This was one of those beers that, again, as soon as we saw it on Tavor, we were like, Gotta oh, have. shit. Way to sell it, Tavor. It said peanut butter cups, and we were sold. <laughs> I didn't stop. I believe I texted you right after the email came in. I just said, and that's I saw what it peanut was. butter cups. Yeah, it wasn't even. Put uh, it in the box. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't finish you reading. You didn't open the email. No, you I just, just saw, saw peanut, peanut butter, butter cups. cups. Uh, they've got uh, chocolate flavor, peanut butter flavor. They talk about how there's some graham cracker flavor, graham cracker. Yeah, they, two weeks in a row with graham cracker in our beer. I mean, what are the odds? We're creatures of habits here, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some uh, some amazing flavors that they got going on in this one. Um, Chard marshmallows was the one that stuck out to me. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a s'more beer." Um, obviously, this is a, a winter porter, and since this is a cold weekend, we figured this is a good time to to bust this one out. Uh, what do you think? Initial taste, Scott? It's pretty solid. Although I gotta say, I don't taste much of any peanut butter at all. Yeah, some chocolate maybe kind of. I got a little porter bit. taste. Yeah, yeah, They're, good porter. Heavy, heavy on the porter. Good porter taste, but there I, is no. I don't taste marshmallow. I, I mean, I taste a hint of chocolate, but I mean that's porters tend to taste a little bit chocolatey in general yeah. anyway. Um, but none of the other flavors. Right. <laughs> I don't taste any peanut butter, but 
I don't know. Uh, I will also say that unlike last week when I cracked open, we cracked open the s'more beer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you can smell the marshmallows. Yeah, none of this one. There's no smell to this. Other There's than a porter, porter smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smells like porter. <laughs> Tastes like porter. I'm guessing we're drinking a porter? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, shout out to Robin, too. Robin is joining in said, ooh, that looks delicious. First taste, it is really good. I mean, it, Oh, it's yeah, a, there's nothing wrong with flavor-wise. It's flavor a solid wise. beer. Looking it's at the, the ratings, uh, it's got four out of five caps on untapped. Uh, what was it, eighty something on rate beer? Mm-hmm. So it's got good ratings and uh, initial tastes definitely uh, are, are holding up with that. Mm-hmm. Anthony Wayne we'll chimes see. in and says, "Go Blue Devils!" I know no damn Dookies around here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's some like Anthony Wayne Blue Devils, like the, <laughs> the high school or something. <laughs> and uh, Duke. And shout out to Odell. I see Odell joining in. What's up, man? Back to uh, sure. Yeah, let's go back. Oh up. shit! Is he watching the show? <laughs> Fuck the Giants. <laughs> uh, anyways, we'll see how this beer is. Uh, for those of you that are watching, share the show. Once we get to 15 shares, we got to do a shot of Bailey's and get that Bailey's dick going. Uh, so share the show, and we'll uh, we'll get to, to doing that. You want to get into uh, Upper Deck? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked me. I had to think about it. I thought, yeah, maybe I don't want to get into Upper Deck. I like how you stall as we both struggle to pull up the document. <laughs> I actually wasn't really struggling. I just was looking at you and I thought, do I want to get to Upper Deck or is there anything else I want to cover before we actually get into Upper Deck? I was legit no. thinking about okay. the question All that right, you good. asked Okay, me. well, thank you. Okay. You don't pay attention to me anymore. I don't. I sure it's don't. It's like I'm not even here. All right, I've got it pulled up. Go ahead. Okay, you don't cool. have to fan for me. <laughs> <laughs> and Upper Deck, as always, is brought to you by Minutemen Tickets. Craft Root Sports and Upper Deck is brought to you by Minutemen Tickets, locally owned in Columbus, Ohio, by Scott and Matt. A couple of guys who are sports fans just like you and me. Minuteman, they do things the right way. No trying to order tickets from a robot or paying ridiculously high fees. If you call them up, you're going to talk to a real person and avoid all of those fees that the other guys charge. And Minuteman will even sell your tickets for you. And now with Selection Sunday right around the corner, Minuteman is putting on their bracket challenge. Minuteman Madness. It's completely free to enter, and they are putting up a prize list worthy worth $1 million. That's right. Prizes are going to be given out to the top 100 finishers in the contest top three winners are going to be getting some great all expense paid trips first prize you're going to be able to go to boston take in some baseball second prize you're going to be heading to vegas for some hockey third prize you get to go see a major conference football championship game so go register today at www.minutemanmadness.com that's www.minutemanmadness.com while you're there search for the craft brood sports public group and compete against us for a chance to to win prizes that aren't nearly as cool. But they're still kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> give Minuteman a call with any questions and for your ticketing needs anywhere in the country, 614-943-3000. That's 614-943-3000. And before we go on, shout out to Minuteman because they came through today yes. and provided some giveaways Extra. for our group. So yes. in addition to what you can win at Minuteman, you can now win some really cool prizes. Within our group. Like when we wrote that up, it was like, Man, we got something, I yeah, guess. And then Minuteman cool. hooked us up, so we'll we'll get into that after Upper Deck. We'll talk about uh, the prizes that you can win on the... Which the reminds me, we also have a giveaway to get to tonight. We have a drawing. We do have a drawing there to do tonight. There will be a winner oh, yeah. tonight for a $50 gift card from Minuteman Tickets. Oh, yeah. Thank so you stick guys ar- for... So stick around and see who... Retweeting uh, and following. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the winner is of that. But getting into Upper Deck stories, straight from the What the Fuck Files. <laughs> An African triathlete was attacked with a chainsaw this week by a trio of guys trying to cut his legs off because why not <laughs> um uh, 
Malingi Guali. Nailed Guala. it, Stugatz. Yeah. <laughs> Malingi Guala was uh, out biking when he the ran. The sigh was what did it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he, he ran into his attackers who he thought were trying to rob him. But they weren't just trying to rob him because he offered his bike, anything he had uh, value, and they didn't want his stuff. So they dragged him into the side of the road behind some bushes, took a saw out, and started trying to cut his legs off. Somehow, Guala was able to get free and get away from them, and luckily he's expected to walk again at some point because the chainsaw they were attempting to use happened to be too blunt to cut through his bones. Oh my god, does that sound awful. Cops are investigating the crime as an attempted murder. Fuck Dude. Okay, so do we know, was this guy like an Olympic athlete, or was he just like, just a triathlete? I I think he was just a triathlete. I don't think he was... An Olympic athlete. He just because the first thing when I read this, I was like, "Is this?" You know how there was the stories of like the kayaker that spiked the drink of his his right, teammate yeah, to try to get like, "Is this, is this some jealous to teammate yeah. to take his spot?" But if no. it's just a triathlete, this is just some crazy fucking shit. Well, I don't understand if you're trying like there. There has to be some type of motive there, though. That's it's got to be that's the sport related, right? Because otherwise, if he's offering to give you all this stuff and hey, here, take it all, and they're like. No, 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 no. We want your legs. Like, what good is that? The only thing I can think of is he he owed a loan shark a shitload of money. It was time to pay up, and he hadn't. Or he has an insurance policy out on his legs. You know how, like, athletes Mm -hmm. take insurance policies out? And he was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Just... This blade, look this like. blade is dull, so it's not going to really fuck things up. But I'll just be like, I can't race anymore. Give me that money. I'm, wow. Those are my conspiracy theories for this guy. Those are nefarious as fuck. How are, and those are the first two I go to. Not like, oh, it's man. It's got to be a crock. <laughs> Nothing legit about him potentially getting murdered. He, he set it all up. <laughs> got to be. It's the only way. This guy's just full of shit. <laughs> Trying to cut off his own damn legs. That's Fucking insane. Crazy. That is Did you imagine just story. biking along all of a sudden? Somebody, next thing you know, you're getting your legs cut off? Yeah. They're just like, hey, man, uh, give me your legs. Uh, I'm sorry. Did Fuck. you say you want my shoes? No, I want your legs. My socks? Nope. Your legs. Them legs. Let me get them legs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they fit you, but uh, okay. That's a crazy story. Uh, moving on. Only in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, moving on. Not the only one singing tonight. <laughs> I really don't want to do that punishment. I was more looking forward to the beer bong than I am this punishment. Oof. Yeah, that's how bad this is going to be. Anyways, uh, next, moving on. Lane Kiffin made news recently for his new offensive coordinator that he hired to replace Kendall Bryles. That offensive coordinator was Charlie Weiss Jr., son of the fat fuck that sucked ass at Notre Dame for a few years. Better much? Um, yeah, a little, a little bit, okay. you know. Cool, just checking. Bush push game. Fuck Charlie Weiss. It was <laughs> it's a move that a lot of people uh, questioned. It made it made him question Lane and why he'd make that choice since Chucky Part Due is only a 24-year-old kid. But this week, we found out why Lane made the pick that he made. Uh, in an interview with uh, the other CBS Sports, the fake one, the bullshit one, not us, Lane Kiffin said, <laughs> Lane Kiffin said he had all A's in every single thing he's ever done. 
Normally, these kids can't socialize. That's not him at all. He's got a beautiful wife. How'd Charlie get her? I look at assistant coaches' wives. It tells me if they're good recruiters or not. And Lane isn't wrong. Lil Chuck definitely outkicked his coverage. But uh, what a weird thing to say. Weird or genius? <laughs> you know, I actually had a manager who told me that. Like, that's how he looks at salespeople to determine if salespeople are good or not. By how they flirt. Other? Just oh, how they flirt, flirt in general. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. And I was like, hmm. Huh. I can sell, but I can't flirt. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flirt. <laughs> oh wait, that's not you. Oh no, okay, that's no. Kells. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> what? Something happened. You were saying? I gotta do a shot of hypno because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Jeez, Joe, what the fuck, man? Get your boy. Yo, you're white. <laughs> You don't know what I'm talking about, R. Kelly? I'm a flirt. Oh, Jesus Christ, we're going to the next story. Uh, the Sacramento Kings don't have Charlie much Weiss to Jr. with a really hot wife, and Jesus. Lane Kiffin's going to try to get you her. You being white as shit. Uh, Sacramento Kings, my boys. Is that Bobby Brown? Don't have much, shut up. <laughs> they don't have much to celebrate this year or any fucking year, like since like 12, 15 years ago. But anyway, one thing that we will be celebrating, though, is a favorite on our show. Non-game antics. This week, <laughs> the Kings went in full-on troll mode and decided to fuck with the Utah Jazz during play introductions. How do you mess with the team during pregame introductions? Well, in this case, it's by having Sexy Sax Man come out <laughs> and play during their player intros. Joe, play that sound. <laughs> A 6 a forward from Australia, number two, Joe Ingles. <laughs> this is almost the drop. A 6 forward from Georgia Tech, number 15, Derek Faber. <laughs> a 7-1 center from France, number 27, Rudy Gobert. That's, that's part of the charm. It's <laughs> a 6-3 guard from Louisville, number this 45, really Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> And out of chasing players down and shit. Damn. Head coach of the Jazz, Quinn Snyder. Assistant coaches, Igor Kukoshkov, Alex Jensen. Sexy sex, man, is my dude. The little careless whisper there. The only way that that could have been done. And the only way my kings can make news, because otherwise uh, they suck. Dude, whoever came up with that idea is a genius, and I when fucking love it. When you can't produce shit on the floor, you produce entertainment otherwise. I, abs- I am here for that Nobody's 100%. here to watch the game. Get sexy sex, man. <laughs> Fuck it. You know he's not doing anything else. Hey, man. This phone ain't ringing. You know that phone call was like, hey, man, you still got a mullet? <laughs> All right, cool. We, also, we got a job for you. Sacramento kings? Huh? <laughs> You want me to do what? I mean, how much you paying? I'll be there. This is like when the Reds uh, used to play the Brewers when Corey Hart was with the Brewers. And every time he would come up to the plate in Cincinnati, they would play I Wear My Sunglasses at Night because he fucking hated it. Yeah, (laughs) He was the only visiting player that got a walk-up song. Classic troll. So, yeah, a little troll action by the Kings. I absolutely love it. Uh, How about Peyton Manning breaking the law potentially this week? What? Uh, Look, we're not saying anything. You be the judge of this. But uh, it's been widely reported that the NFL and Papa John's have ended their relationship together. And Pizza Hut is now the official pizza of the NFL. And Uh, Crab Fruit Sports. Pizza Hut hit us up, yo. 
Uh, we also know that Peyton was almost more Papa John's than Papa John himself. It turns out that two days before the NFL and Papa John's ended their relationship, Peyton Manning sold his shares of the 31 Papa John's restaurants that he owned in Denver and the surrounding area. Interesting timing on Peyton's part there. Mm. Two days before. Mm. He Martha Stewart that shit, huh? <laughs> now, I mean... As I read more about it, the sale started like last summer and it just finalized. Bullshit. Two days before. I call bullshit. <laughs> that big ass forehead knew something. Oh, uh, man, I'm just going to sell these shares here. That no? was your Peyton Manning impression? Yeah, that was my Peyton Manning That's impression. That was pretty solid. Awful. That was pretty solid, I think. Jesus. That was good, right? That's kind of good. You didn't even go with a chicken parm reference or no, nothing? No, I was, well, I didn't, yeah. You just went, that was awful. <laughs> Holy, you, you Moving suck. on. <laughs> didn't know who our Kelly, uh, the R. Kelly reference, the, the horror, Jesus, man, who am I doing this show with? All right, well, spring training is in full effect and teams are doing what they can My to prep for the haunted, upcoming right? season. You. Get out of here. <laughs> Some teams go to uh, some extreme lengths to make sure that their players are ready to go for the season, and this week the Royals take the cake. But it's kind of weird. Uh, the Royals this week held a seminar for all coaches and players talking about the dangers of <clears throat> porn addiction. <laughs> this all stems from an incident last summer when Royals pitcher Danny Duffy got hit with a DUI. The next day, Royals GM Dayton Moore was asking if the team was implementing was asked if the team was implementing any new education protocols to warn players about the vices off the field. To which he responded, "Quote: We talk about pornography and the effects of what that does to the minds of players and the distractions and how that leads to abuse of domestic abuse to abusive women." <laughs> End quote. <laughs> Just uh, all of the stumbles getting through. It was like he he struggled so hard with well, to make yeah. that leap. Well, I know, and that, that's the funny part. I wasn't just stumbling reading. No, that, that. was that, the that actual was quote. quote. Yeah. He he just was all over the place with what he was saying. I, I don't know. Somehow, watching porn leads to abuse, and then that means you're hitting women. And what, dude? So bananas from beating off to hitting women. That's a giant cast. It's a big old leap. It's a big old leap, and I i mean, I don't know. Maybe there are stats to back this up. I, I don't know, but it's just weird that the guy picked didn't. picked that forum The guy didn't, it. Duffy didn't hit any women. He had a DUI. Like, why Why did? Why was that the place that the guy went to? Motherfucker's been jerking it again. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking you, beer and jerking it. <laughs> Then he got in a car. And then drove. We got we to gotta <laughs> shut this guy down. <laughs> Who's going to think of the children? <laughs> and then to have to sit there with the entire team. Be like, hey, you remember when Duff got a DUI last year? Thanks, bruh. God, thanks, man. I'm sitting here listening about porn addiction because you got busted for a Dewey. <laughs> Nobody let Duffy drink anymore. <laughs> he can't handle his liquor. And now I got to sit through hours of porn addiction talk. I would love it. I would love it I'm watching the- porn on my phone right now. <laughs> I would love it if the talk was just like they just kept showing porn scenes and they were like, don't jerk it to this. Next slide. Don't jerk it to this. And just it just kept. Wait, sliding. wait, wait, wait. Back that one up. What was that? One? <laughs> what, what site did you find that on? Just for research purposes. OK, got it. Continue. I think in uh, in. In honor of equal time, Pornhub should be able to go into Kansas City and do a talk with the Royals about the benefits. The of benefits porn. of jacking off. Yeah. Keeps your prostate regular. 
Keeps your tubes clean. Anxiety down. Scott's done some fucking research on this. You hit better. (laughs) Not women. Not women. The baseball. The baseball. All right. Well, go out there and score some runs. (laughs) Moving on. All right, last story for you. This one's uh, fucking weird. Shout out to Joe for finding this one. A dude collected 30,000 beer cans in Australia that and shit. made his own beer can ball pit. Okay, that's sweet. There was a YouTube user that posted videos of the man hanging out in a shed in his backyard filled with 30,000 beer cans, uh, which took the guy over 15 years to collect. The man also removed all of the tabs from the cans and donated them to a local charity that collects them to raise money for wheelchairs. So there was an element of uh, a feel-good story there. According to the woman who posted the video, all of the beers were consumed in the man's backyard, so none of them were just like collected from garbage cans. But wait, the way you said that, it sounded like home improvement. The man's backyard. It's not just any backyard. It's the man's backyard. The the, the lady had no relation. Like, I don't know how no, she No, no, I know, but I'm just saying oh, it okay. sounded yeah. like when, on Home Improvement. Thank you, Joe. You, you probably don't get that reference either, you white motherfucker. I get Home Improvement. Come on. Do you, do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I, okay, I get all right, it. Okay, I'm just saying. God, you just because you saw the show bitch. doesn't mean you understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> Continue. Anyways... Uh, she admits that uh, he must have had some help from his quote mates getting to the thirty thousand number. Here's the craziest part about it too: this was the guy's second collection. He had already donated a collection of ten thousand cans to a local recycling center. So, to summarize, this man collected a total of forty thousand cans, gave ten thousand away, used thirty thousand of them for a giant ball pit made out of beer cans in his shed. Sounds like a good use of beer cans. Is it though? Like, if you're gonna jump into a ball pit, do you want it to be empty beer cans? Think about how nasty that shit smells. You know he's not well, rinsing it out. It's not even that. I'd be more worried about them catching it the wrong way and cutting the right. shit out yes. of myself. He, he ripped the tabs off. You got that little yeah, fucking yeah, sharp yeah. part. Just there's very high probability you're going home with some blood. There's gonna be it's yeah. There's there's some struggle there. You better be all caught up on your shots if you're gonna go hang out in this guy's shed. Brian said we're bitter tonight. Yeah, we're a little bitter. That's true, Brian. Thanks for bringing that one up. This has been Upper Deck. Talk shit, get hit. Bro- <laughs> brought to brought you by, by Minuteman Minuteman tickets. MinutemanMadness.com. Go, uh, go sign up now. Join the group. We're trying to make it really big, not just for Minutemen, but for uh, the show. We had, what, 60-some participants with the, the, the football, football picks yeah. this season. And while we realized like, not everybody held on all the way through, this is a little bit different because, obviously, anybody can make their picks, and then once they're set, you're good, and you can just sit back and watch the games, and heck, you never know what's going to happen. We're going to give away awesome prizes. We've got Minutemen is giving away even better prizes and super legit stuff, so everybody go out and sign up. Do you want to go through our prizes that, that's for at least our portion yeah, of the let's contest now? Yeah, let's go through yeah, because we've got prizes just for our bracket. Yeah, so not only are you eligible for all of the prizes for Minuteman and all those trips, and they're giving away gift certificates and autograph memorabilia. Uh, there's some Bengals players that are in there. But for our contest, uh, you can also win first prize. You're going to get two tickets to a Bengals preseason football game and a Boomer Esiason signed football. Pretty fucking legit. Yeah. And uh, I think, are we going to throw in ours for first prize too? Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. So first prize will also get a Craft Brood Sports t-shirt. 
it. We got merch, baby. We don't have enough money for the cannon, so we cannot shoot it at you, <laughs> but we'll work on it. Can you rent that? You might be able to rent a t-shirt rent a, cannon. A, a t-shirt cannon? Yeah, know. you might be able to rent one. We should look into that. Let's look into that. I'll shoot somebody in the face with their t-shirt if they win. We just had a conversation about porn and not shooting people in the face, and there you go. You, did you learn nothing from Upper Deck? Jesus. I should have done Anyway, second place <laughs> is second going place. to be... Craft Root Sports T-shirt! All right! <laughs> all the Craft Root that's, Sports swag. That's all, you, that's all you get in second place, so come in first. And then third place, nothing. You get nothing. Yeah, you, you get might nothing. might as well. You get a hearty handshake. Yeah, ho- you better hope that you person. finished in the top 100 in Minuteman's the, the contest. The respect of your significant other. Even then, they're going to be like, You finished third? Place? Third? <laughs> third? Really? Mike was in that? That's the you, second loser. Mike was in that? You only finished third? Come on. Come on. To be fair, be. you finished third and Mike finished what? 60th place? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so there's that. MinuteManMadness.com. Uh, MinutemanMadness.com, excuse me. Go uh, sign up. It's free. It's free to enter. And it's just filling out a bracket. And, I mean, let's talk March Madness now since, you know, we're talking about it. For a minute before we live. We got some time. We got about, yeah, we got some time. Uh, anyways, it, this bracket this year, I feel like, is 100% pick a name out of a hat. Throw darts at a wall. There is there is no rhyme or reason to anything yeah. this basketball season. There's been posts about it on the Craft Brew Sports blog about how there is no team that like dominates. It, as soon as a team gets to number one, they get knocked off. Like well, even the ones that have been number one have never felt like, oh right. man, that that team. There's just no way you could possibly beat them. I mean, wow, they're just so much better than everybody else. It's just been oh, they're the number one this week. That's it. Yeah. Somebody has to be number one this week. Right. It's uh, them. We talked about it back, uh, I think it was like episode 70. We did our final four picks before the season even started. Scott, your final four was Michigan State, uh, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Villanova. I feel great about two of those. <laughs> <laughs> two out of four ain't bad. 50%. <laughs> yeah, the, that UK pick isn't looking too hot right now. Bitch, I said I got fifty percent. I didn't. <laughs> does it matter how wrong the no, other two I'm just, are? No, I'm just saying. I, but like I'm just saying, was... if you're wrong, you're wrong. But you know, it doesn't matter. I nailed the other two. Here's my sweet final four: Xavier, Notre Dame, Kansas, and Michigan State. Because I went for that homer pick. Actually, my initial final four was just Xavier and Notre Dame, and that they canceled the other side of the bracket. <laughs> I went full on homer. I was just like, yeah, that they, they're not even going to play those games. It's just Xavier and Notre Dame in your final. Four. Wait, who else did you have? Xavier, uh, Notre Dame, Kansas, and Michigan Kansas. State. So you got one right now? Is that what you're looking at? One Michigan State? No, because Xavier's a team that could do it. You got one in Michigan State? Okay. I mean, yeah, you're 100% right. Xavier doesn't look good, but they also can go on a streak because Well, that's this fine, season, but we're just talking about the number one seeds, and didn't they just lose that tonight? Oh, that was Final Four. You're right. I'm talking <laughs> Final Four. I was having a different conversation yeah, I know. with you. you <laughs> Because so, those, those four were those were four were our final four picks, not yes. one seeds. Yeah. So then, we, why the fuck did we just go over the history? Oh, that's we're, funny because I was talking about one seed. Yeah, and I'm talking, about, talking about, about final, final four, four picks. Oh, huh? We never talked about one seeds before on the show. Oh, god damn it! This Xavier loss has us all fucked up tonight. You didn't know the R. Kelly reference. That's got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I blame that. 
No, I blame you. This is your white ass. I blame you being all poopy pants as soon as Xavier lost the game today, and you're just moping around the house upstairs. Oh, I'm sorry. And then sitting down here going, two minutes before we got to go. We're supposed to go live three minutes ago. Come on, guys. Just being all shitty. I'm sorry. I wanted to do things professional. (laughs) My bad. The next time we do something professional on this show will be the first time we do something professional. Well, it ain't happening with you. We're 88 episodes in. We haven't done a damn professional thing yet. I hear we can be pretty vulgar, too. Rude. (laughs) See? Rude. Okay. Final four picks. Okay. All right. Final four. Are you good with your final four? Hell no. UK ain't making the final four. Okay. (laughs) Who else did I have? U- UNC Michigan State. This has been Sports, everybody. <laughs> UNC, Michigan State, UK, and you had, uh, Villanova. UNC, Nova, Michigan State, and UK, yeah. I feel good about three of the four. I'll still take UNC, uh, Michigan State, and Villanova. And UK is the only one that... Yeah, UK, I don't think that... Yeah. I, UK is the enigma. Although, if you told me in three weeks that... UK made the final four. I'd be like, of course they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the weird thing about this tournament. Like, well, no, it's also the weird thing about UK in that everybody's just like, meh, they're an afterthought. And this happened what three years ago, four years ago now with right. the Harrison Twins, where they went in as like an eight seed and then made it to the national championship game. And I mean, to start the season, everybody was like, you know, just like this season, oh, UK, blah blah blah. And then the season's played out, and it was like, yeah, whatever, they're not that good. You know, even UK fans, just like they're doing now, are like, yeah, whatever. But then they went on that run, and I was like, well, yeah, that's right. They still recruited the top four guys in the country, so why not? <laughs> they they don't have to gel the entire season. They only have to gel for three weeks. <laughs> so if you told me that they were, I don't think they will, but if you told me that they were in three weeks, I wouldn't be shocked. Cheryl says, fuck you, Scott. Uh, and she's saying, now you're trying to save Grace. You're sleeping on the couch tonight, playa. <laughs> First of all, I wasn't even saving Grace. I was just telling the truth, babe. Like, that's exactly how it would go. Like, I mean, I would not be shocked if they were there in four weeks. And, and I honestly, be. I would not be shocked by anything in this tournament. This, no, This tournament this not. year, you can you can have four 15 seeds in the final four, and I'd be like, eh, this year's been fucking crazy. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, That totally. would be hilarious, though. It this would is be the amazing. first Final Four with six or four 16 seeds. <laughs> it's, it's the lowest rated Final Four in history. <laughs> 16 never beat one, and this year all four of them <laughs> ran the gamut. We don't know what's going on here anymore. <laughs> I hope Brian's still watching because this is a year that UC could make it past the first weekend, and it's all because who knows what's going to happen in this tournament. Like, literally... <laughs> Pick names out of a hat. Not my wife said it. Xavier lost because I'm wearing a purple sweater. <laughs> it's not even a sweater. <laughs> this is. Weren't you wearing a purple polo last week too? That was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. All right. Y'all can get off my dick about what I'm wearing. I look good. Anyway, <laughs> what were you saying? I don't fucking know. Joe, who that. do you got in the final four? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Good talk. That's Joe. accurate. All right. Like, I seriously feel like you could like. Every game, flip a coin for your bracket, and you've got just as much shot at winning as somebody who, like, studies college basketball. All the people, all the bracket experts that are going to, like, give you their breakdowns. Oh, yeah, break it all down. Yeah. No. There's no fuck. It's, there's no rhyme or reason to whatever's going to happen however, in the next few weeks. However, with that being said, this could be the most fun tournament to watch ever. Will it, though? It could be. Yeah. I don't know. I 
I'm of the mind that you one up sets. You know what? This would be a fun tournament if Xavier wasn't involved. Here's why: I want chaos when my team's not involved. <laughs> when my team's not involved, I want chaos. When my team's involved, I just want that shit to go well for them and whatever happens. So That's there fair. can be mad chaos around them. Be like, oh, Xavier's a two seed in there. They made it to the final four and they're facing this <laughs> fifteen seed. I'd be cool with that. Three brackets are completely nuts. Yeah, yeah. Xavier's like, blanket. Th- the rest of them are chalk, and then Xavier's <laughs> like, they, they made it here. Gets the fifteen seed. I'm fine with that. But yeah, I mean, and I'd be all for that. But otherwise, I, I don't want chaos because chaos probably means that Xavier blew it and I feel like they're gonna yeah well and that's yeah I I mean you said it before but I put the this pressure on them and us the last few weeks you said it before in the episode where we talked a lot about Xavier where you were like this is a team that I could see winning in the first like winning the tournament going to the final four going to the championship game or Losing being a one to, seed, yeah. getting upset for the first time ever by a 16 seed. Yeah. And that's just how this whole tournament is. Well, and I, but I st- that's just how Xavier always is, too. Like, it is I how feel Xavier like always is. Yeah. They're, they're going to either make this run and finally get over the hump, or they're just going to sh- shit it all away and not even make it out of the first week. Yeah. Uh, Robin says, nope, still not happening. I think she's talking about UC making it out of the first weekend. I'm pretty sure that's what that comment's in reference to. Uh, Ray says, go Vikings, go Elder Panthers, and Cheryl says, go Barney. So, man, you're just getting railed for your... I got this bag full of dicks for all of you to eat. <laughs> There's enough to go around. <laughs> Grab a fork and enjoy. Uh, all right, so uh, w- so Final Four-wise, do you want to change any of those teams? Like You said you I don't want UK. The, yeah, I was going to say. Who, do, who the, would you the other put three in? three I'll be fine with. Uh, Okay, I mean it's a it's a solid pick because I not? mean well I mean when I'm saying that's fine because they're up at the top and I'm thinking UNC would be like the lowest of yeah. those to make the final four like the rest of them yeah, are yeah, all yeah. probably going to be top seeds or whatever. Let's so. do it this way: out of the final four, so if you've got if you've got Virginia in there, you've got Villanova, so you have two one seeds making it to the final four. Is Michigan State in line to be a one seed too? Oh yeah, especially yeah. now after this Xavier. And then, game, like I said, the only the yeah. only one that wouldn't be a one seed is North Carolina in that group, and I'll just I'll throw them in there. They'll be the the one that isn't a one seed. I would love for this to be the the tournament where it's like some really rough teams in the final four. Like you get a, a ten seed versus an eleven seed. In well, the I mean, final if, four. if Xavier's not going to be there, then yeah, I want that. I want that could be one side of the bracket. The other side of the bracket could be Xavier no. against. Oh no, I know it's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Again, it's like, oh, if when Xavier gets knocked out, I'll be rooting for all the low seeds. Just do you think? How far do you think there. Xavier goes this year? I mean, after what you saw tonight, and what you saw, I mean, you mean yesterday, what I've seen all season. Well, yesterday they played a, a solid game. No, yesterday it didn't matter. I mean, I. I the funniest part is, I'm mad about the loss tonight, but I kept saying, I don't care about the Big East tournament. It doesn't matter if they win or lose. It doesn't doesn't matter because yeah. I don't care about what they do. In the, it's all about what happens in the next couple weeks. But my nagging fear this entire year through how, how well they've played is, yeah, but they're going to get Sweet 16 or whatever, and then – you know, all bets are off because it's, I mean, it's not easy. I'm sitting here acting like, oh, well, it's easy to get there. and then, But, I mean, I feel like this season, anything less than a Final Four is a waste. Yeah. That's huge expectations to put on a team that's never done it. Or, or a school, rather, not a team, but a school that's never done it. But I feel like we're at that 
tipping point with Xavier where it's like either you're going to break through and enter that upper echelon and be talked about and, uh, you know, be in the conversation or you're just always going to kind of be on that second tier, that second rung where it's like, hey, yeah, they they have a bunch of success, but they never have the ultimate success. So what does it really matter? And you can just kind of get I mean, it's kind of like end up being the Braves where it's like, oh, yeah, they want all those division titles. Yeah, that was cool. Rate's, uh, Rate's been talking about it. He talked about it on the show that Chris Mack is gone. Do you think that if Xavier does go Final Four, Mack's out of here? I've been on record as saying this. I think we talked about this at one point. If they make the remember. final. It, no, I know, but I'm just saying. I'm not even trying to be <laughs> shitty. I'm just saying, like, maybe I didn't. Maybe I've had that. But I've had this conversation with somebody that at one point. If they make the Final Four, Chris Mack can do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, it's where I. Chris Mack can leave and go to Louisville. If he, if he gets us to the Final Four and they finally get over there, that, to me, it's like, ah, eh, Mitch Accomplice. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be, like, disappointed if he left, it, but it would feel like, you know what, dude? You've earned the right. You now you have the most wins in Xavier history. You got Xavier over a hump. That they got him to a place that everyone went to. Mission accomplished. Like, what else do you have left to do here? I mean, other than obviously win a national championship and do all that. Ha, ha, ha. That's fine. But I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's easier. Yeah, that'll, no, no, that'll I mean, that's, bag that's, of tricks. That's easier said than done, right? Like, that, you can't expect that. But just to say, well, we made this Final Four appearance, and then when you get there, anything that happens, it's like, it's a crapshoot from there. I mean, the whole thing is a crapshoot, but getting to that final that final step for Xavier as far as like, and someday then you would hope that, oh, well, the next step would be to getting the national title and winning it. But just for him to have gotten to that point, if he chose at that point to say, you know what, I've done as much as I can. I've pushed the ball as far as I can go. It's time for somebody else to pick it up and run with it. I'd be okay with that. That's not to say that if they come short of that, I would be disappointed because I think at this point, I never forget when Chris Mack was hired, I said, I, after getting jaded by the last two coaches and Miller and Mata, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to acknowledge that he's the co- he's just another guy. He's just yeah. a suit until he gets five <laughs> years in. No, I said I was it. I was like, I'm not going to have <laughs> any emotional attachment. I don't care what he does for the for until he's here he's past a five bald years. Bald son of a bitch until he's in for four years. Yeah, and while it was basically because of his predecessors and no fault of his own, I just wasn't going to get emotionally attached to another coach until they were here for five years and had accomplished things. He's made it past it. He's done more than I thought he would ever do. I mean, he's earned the right if he wants to leave. I don't. The way things are now and where Xavier's at, I don't understand the leaving other than the money. That's strictly all it would be. Which I can't fault him. I mean, but yeah, and so I can't, that's what I'm saying. Somebody like, brings the brink truck. Right, go for ultimately, it, man. I can't be go mad. Get paid. I would just question, like, yeah, I mean, if you think you can go do better, fine. Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily agree, but. Again, if he wanted, if you were looking at it from the a challenge standpoint of going to Louisville and rebuilding them because of the situation they find themselves in, then fine. But I mean, it is what it is if he leaves at this point. Like I feel like he's made himself yeah. the Xavier coach. So, like when you think of Xavier now, right? There's all these coaches that they have in their history that are popular and famous in their own Xavier way, but he stands atop all of yeah. those. So, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't fault him for whatever he wants to do at this point. Yeah. Stay forever or leave. I don't want to get too Xavier heavy. We've done that before on this show. Yeah, that's fine. People, that's, the, uh, you know, when it's obvious. It's it's going to happen. We're two Xavier guys. That's Hi, Mom. Uh, hey, Mom. Wow, Cheryl came in hot with the fuck, a- fuck UNC. She ain't wrong, man. Fuck him. I mean, I didn't say I support him. I'm just saying. I wouldn't be surprised. Which conference do you think by the end of this is going to like 
claim victory and be the the conference that makes it the farthest or all of a sudden people most are like teams oh that's even most teams i mean i know that acc was like up there but yeah the, there's always teams like you'll get all these teams in and then they lose in the first round it's like well, what the fuck who uh, oh. great good work so like the conference that by the end of it you're going to be able to say that conference was clearly the best conference they had two teams in the elite eight or whatever ACC. You think it's going to be ACC? Look at who I picked for the Final Four, Virginia. That's true. Virginia, Virginia USC. <laughs> so I think two, two ACC teams to make the Final Four. So I think I'm assuming that the ACC is going to come out. And if you look at it, I mean, they have probably, what, the most top ten teams because Duke's there, yeah. UNC, Virginia. So by virtue of that, I mean, that kind of suggests that the ACC is the cream of the crop right now. So Yeah, it's. I mean, you can't, you can't I, And I'm trying to think. It, I mean, even Miami, like – you know, that is another team that's kind of in that conversation. So, I mean, I, I think the ACC ends up looking the best. I don't know that an ACC team will win the championship, but their teams will all collectively p- produce the most wins, I think, in the tournament. I hate to agree with you, but, yeah, it is. It, I think it is going to be the ACC, which sucks because with Louisville knocking on Max door. I don't. I don't want the ACC to be good. That's what oh. I'm. That's the See, point you, I was trying. I want you, the ACC like to fall. Are worried about no. losing? A little bit. A little uh, bit because the the program will take a step back if he leaves. And I know sure? it may not take a big step back. Yeah, you're always going to lose recruits. You're going to lose guys. Yeah, no, that, no, no, that's fine. So I mean, you're you're I, going I mean, to have a step back if a coach leaves. And the only thing now is okay. So when Mac was hired, they hired the guy on staff. And like, I'm not saying that we wouldn't. But we like now Xavier has that cachet, right? Now they can go steal right. Totally, else's totally coach. agree. Yeah. So and, and we've mentioned that before. Like but the the drop back or the step back to where it's like, all right, now you're starting a new coach's career over, essentially, or whatever. That's not necessarily there. So we could get somebody that's just as well known who thinks that Xavier is that you know job that it's like, all right, I want to be here. Which if Mac isn't going to and. He has all those things, having played here and lived here and all that stuff, then probably never happens. But either way, yeah. just the idea that we could take somebody else's coach and be that school Yeah, yeah, instead. no, I, and, and, and it's a different, different feeling. It's around. different than, yeah, when Miller and, and Mata left, but it's still that feeling of we're going to take a step back and that's going to suck, and I don't want to go through. All right, here's, here's where I'm at. My perceptions have changed, and maybe it's just something that most fans do. But my perceptions have changed so much that if you had told me that Xavier was going to be a potential number one seed in the tournament, I would have said you're crazy. And now I'm mad because they blew a number one seed likely tonight. Like, that's that's how weird. Instead of being like, you know what, this is still fucking crazy because they're likely going to be a number two seed in the tournament. I'm now pissed off that they're not a number one seed. And that's uh, my perception has just changed throughout the year because of how this year has gone. So now I don't want to see them take that step back, and I don't want to see them lose ground if Mac leaves the next year. They're not as strong of a team, and they're middle of the road Big East. And then I'm going to be pissed off. You know what I mean? No, and it's no, it's just because saying. this season was so good I will that say, now my expectations have changed for the well, team. Well, that's why I'm saying I am where I am. Like elite eights are good. Elite eights were once you know something to be celebrated. I, that's not good enough. This year, yeah, yeah. Lead eight, it would be a disappointment. And we have to take that next step, right, to get to where we ultimately want to be, which is to be always in the Final Four conversation or at least expected to be there. Whether or not you have that season is another story. 
but we want to be in that upper echelon, right? We don't want to be on the opposite side of that where it's like, well, Elite H just good enough. No, it's yeah. not. I mean, you eventually become jaded as fans where it's like, d- you know, whatever's not good enough. All those years in Atlanta when they were making the playoffs and expected to get far and people blasted the fans. And I did too for not showing up for the earlier playoff games. Like, well, what happens? Eventually you just get kind of jaded. Like, yeah. I'm going to show up for divisional r- matchups. This team is expected to win the World Series. Or like, that's the step that they need to take. I'm not going to waste money on divisional series games or yeah. wild card games. The fuck would I do that for? But that's where we're at. It's like, I, I don't care about hanging Biggie's banners and winning Biggie's championships. That's cute, but we need to get over the hump. Yeah. Period. Is this the only concern I have, I will say, with losing a Mac is that Xavier hits on every has a hit on every coach the last three times, four times. Yeah, like eventually gone. you're gonna you're gonna I find know, a like, dud. The, the law <laughs> the law of averages is that you 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 run into a dud eventually, right? And like yep. even even if we were to take a coach from some other school for whatever reason, it might not be the right fit or things just don't work out or whatever. That's my only fear is that you're not always gonna find the coach that works yeah and so by losing mac that would be my only fear is that oh crap if this next guy isn't the one who just and that's the yeah i think that's what i'm more it's the fear of the unknown that yeah. ugh, eventually we're gonna have a coach that kind of sucks yeah or a coach that can't recruit like these other guys have True. and that's gonna be the the downfall i just have a question and joe i don't know i can't really see it. maybe you can see it on the computer did brian is this? Did this just pop up? And it was his comment from before. No, or he he, re, he sent it again. Oh, he sent the the yeah, thing he's corny again. like that. Oh, okay, yeah. So Brian is uh, is going with the joke again of the that Xavier blew it. Ha 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 ha. I don't get it. <laughs> Rate said that his uh, his call got screened. I don't know why. It's sh- I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Try it again. Not right? open yet. Anyway, is it? Did we open the drunk line? I don't think I mean, we did open the drunk line. That's technically, sure. it's always open, but... Kind of, sort of. I don't know why that would have happened. Um, sorry. Could have been because we got something else, maybe? We didn't open yeah, we did. Line. Why don't we... Uh, let's let's not worry about rates call. Go ahead, Joe, with uh, with that number, and we'll uh, we'll get this, this next part going on. Uh, we do have a, a guest that's going to be on the show tonight. This is our first ever, like... I mean, we've had people call in, but this is, like, our first, like... Guest, yes, it's our phone, guest, you know? non in studio. Yeah, what's that? Oh, go ahead, answer it. Go ahead, we'll fucking take it. We got a couple of people calling in now. Holy shit, Carpenter Sports, is this right? <laughs> yeah, <sir. laughs> do we have, do we have right, time uh, for this? I mean, right, save your, your Tiger Woods take. For after we got we got a, an interview I coming up no, here at ten thirty. I wasn't calling about Tiger Woods. <laughs> That's surprising, based on the tweets from this week. <laughs> uh, but okay, what what do you got for us, man? I was calling to joke on you guys for the Xavier comment about um, acting like they're too good to care about Sweet Sixteens or something. Like, no, they're always going to cheer that. No, they're going to cheer it, but level. eventually you're going to get to a point where it's like, man, can't we do better than this? That's the point. Like, my perception has changed this year to where it's like, if this season isn't a Final Four season, then it's it's a failure. It wasn't as good of a season. As, like, we had so much talent. We had so much possibility. And if we don't get to the Final Four, it's ruined. So, yeah, if we get to the Sweet 16, yeah. I'll cheer it and I'll be like, great, good job. But 
Meh, who gives a fuck? Right. It doesn't matter. No, like, sorry, I, I misspoke. I, I, I guess what I was saying is you shouldn't, you shouldn't wish to get to the point where you, where you don't expect the final four. Like, oh, totally you don't agree. Ever, yeah. You don't want to be the team that. Like, I think you want to strive to be the team that's like, fuck, we only made the Sweet 16. Absolutely. You want to strive to be the team that's like, if we don't make the Final Four, if we don't win at all, it's a failure. Like, if you get to that point, it's because you won a shit ton of other stuff in the past. So, I don't think Xavier or any team should ever wish that they don't get to that or should lament fans or teams that are disappointed for not making a Final Four. Like, you're disappointed for not making a final four because you've made a shit ton of final fours before. Yeah, no, we're saying the same thing. We're just saying that right now our expectations or leading up to this point, like if you think about back when we were at Xavier, if, if we made it to the elite eight, it was amazing because that was totally unexpected. And now it's like, yeah, we've been there a bunch. We should get to the elite eight. If we don't get to the elite eight, what the fuck happened this year? Right. Like that's the and, I'm with you, and everything has changed. Yeah, and now we we want to get to that point. Part of the conversation, I agree completely. Yeah, and if Xavier wants to act like one yeah. of the big dogs, right. and they need to start expecting more. Yeah, right. and not, exactly. You know, exactly. Hearing mediocrity so much. Same, right. same no, brains that's, here, right? That's, that's not the, that they do. Not that they do. No. But yeah. No. 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 But that's what I was saying. Support as fans as well. Yeah. That, that's what I was saying. Expectations that I, have, I have gotten yeah. to that point where I'm a jaded fan and an elite eight for especially for this year. I mean, maybe next year it's a different story because things change and we're losing guys and you're like, oh well, getting to elite elite eight would be a success and then you kind of reset after the year or whatever. But no, this year with this team and the way they you know performed, you only have five losses after today going in the tournament. Uh, anything less than a Final Four is, is a disappointment. Yeah, like, it just absolutely. Is. Eh, okay, well let me let me t- pull you guys back a bit. I do think in a in a single elimination tournament like March Madness, well, yes. I think anytime you get to an Elite Eight, it's a, it, regardless of who you are, an Elite Eight is an accomplishment. So I don't. I think an Elite Eight is a good season. If you get to the Final Four, that's awesome. But I don't think you should feel like an Elite Eight's a disappointment ever, no matter who you are. If you're Duke or Kentucky, if you get to the Elite Eight every single year, you need to be happy because there's so much luck and everything else involved with getting to the Final Four and winning the title and stuff that people people don't give that enough thought either, that there's luck involved in that tournament because of the structure of it. So, and, okay. well, and that's quite with you there. That, well, no, it's not and quite that's, going all the way. That, yeah, that's fine. And and I I have agreed with or I I've entered into the conversation saying I'm a ridiculous jaded fan when I say this, and I try not to be that fan who doesn't you know celebrate those little victories and doesn't you know understand how important it is or how hard it is to do that on a consistent basis or whatever but at the same time when you say like a duke or kansas or kentucky or something like that it's easier for them to say yeah well you know because they've been to final fours and they've yeah. been to elite eights when you haven't knocked down that door yet and you're like waiting to do that and that's the next step you have to take well, then it, it is a bigger disappointment when you don't get there than it is to say, all right, well, uh, we still made the Elite yeah. Eight. Like, I mean, those it's schools a, have a, won national right. championships. It's a bigger, it's a bigger disappointment because you haven't broken through that barrier yet, but I don't think it makes you a failure. This year it does. Yeah, I mean, it's all... Uh, this year it does. It's I, all I'm rel- sorry. Yeah, like, it's this all, year it's you, all have, you have so much... There's too much luck involved. You have so much Sean talent. Miller's, 
a terrible coach or a failure of a coach because he's never made a Final Four. I, do. I think Sean I do. Miller is still one of Absolutely. the top five coaches in the game. Fuck him. Regardless of the fact that he's never made a Final Four. No, I mean, Xavier, no matter what happens, is one of the top five teams this year. Well, that, that's fine. I'm, I'm, not even say, I'm not even arguing against you that Sean Miller is not a top five coach, but it's, he's still a failure from the aspect of having never made a Final Four. Look, like, man, the, they the can, name of the they're game, mutually exclusive. The name of the game is win championships. And, and Miller even said, I'm going to Arizona because I want to go somewhere where I can win championships. Right. And he hasn't done it. So by his own standards, he's a fucking failure. Fuck Right. <laughs> right. Thanks for the call, man. Give us a call back in a little bit. Uh, we'll talk Tiger Woods. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to make a uh, – we're going to get a call here. In our, uh, um, you dialing it? Okay. All right, cool. Uh, we're going to make a call in uh, here. So anyways, uh, this week we are going to have uh, Matt from Minuteman Minute tickets. tickets calling into the show here. We're going to talk to him. Uh, we're going to talk about some some of this Minuteman madness because, let's face it, this is a pretty fucking cool idea, man. Like, the fact that they are running their own bracket and giving away these types of prizes is absolutely awesome. Especially uh, so, to us, who they've been dealing with for all of like ten minutes, right? Right, <laughs> and and throwing us prizes as well. Uh, so Minuteman tickets is is really awesome. And on the line right now, we've got Max Bexendall, one of the owners. Matt, how's it going, man? I'm pretty darn good. How about you guys? Hey, man, doing well. Hanging out on a Friday night, drinking beer. Fucking, I'm so pumped that that worked. That sounded so <laughs> professional, Max. You have, you have no idea how pumped I am. What did I say? I guess you see the technology tunnels coming through the beer goggles that are apparently being worn, right? Dude, yeah. It's, the show is already well, getting off the This is the rails. first time we've done an interview via phone live on the show, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> all right, technology is in our favor tonight. Matt, how, uh, now you and Scott founded the, uh, the company, right? Yep, back in 2013, uh, we put the $2,000 investment into a little ticket company, and it's grown into the uh, behemoth that it's becoming today. It's, uh, it's been pretty exciting to watch the company grow. Wait a second. You only had to put 2K into it, and now you've got a company where you're able to give away like a million dollars worth of prizes for a March Madness it's only bracket? Like 20 something thousand worth of prizes. <laughs> ahead of ourselves. But, you know, it's only 10 times as much as we started the company with in terms of value, which is actually a pretty funny way to put it. No one's ever said that before. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's unreal. That's, uh, that's really freaking amazing, man. Uh, what made you guys want to start up a ticket company? Like, where did that idea come from? Well, the blunt truth of it is, is that, uh, you know, both of us when we were in college sort of were a little bit in the tickets. Scotty much more than me. Uh, he went to Ashland University up in Northeast Ohio, and I'm an OSU grad. And I was at Duden nice. College with this great idea that I was going to pay for my Steelers tickets by buying Bengals season tickets and selling the rest of them. Uh, that didn't work. But, <laughs> you know, you learned a valuable lesson along the way. <laughs> but, uh, you know, after college, you know, both went our separate ways, often did sales and stuff for him. And I would move down to Atlanta, Georgia, which I am drinking an Atlanta, Georgia beer right now here on the phone with you guys. What are you drinking? I couldn't be on the phone stone sober. So shout out to Sweetwater Brewery, which is fantastic. Nice. nice. But, uh, <laughs> I came back from Atlanta, and uh, about that point in time was when Scotty had got a job back in Columbus. And uh, that was about the time where he was like, I'm going to go to some Blue Jackets games. That looks like it'll be a lot of fun. And then he starts selling Blue Jackets tickets, and he's making money. And I'm like, well, what the heck? Uh, let, let's do something with this. And it kind of just spiraled from, hey, let's make some money on the side to pay off student loans or credit cards or whatever, to this is what I do now. This is what he does now. You know, And we're That's four and a half amazing, years man. into this company where we're one of the fastest growing ticket brokerages in the Midwest. And hopefully in a few years, it'll be 
you know, one of the biggest ticket brokers in the country. Four and a half years in is what's crazy to me. Like when I, when we were talking with Scott and like, you know, when we were approached from you guys uh, for the sponsorship, we did a little research and I was like, this is like a legit thing, man. Like this company is big time. <laughs> and then to hear that, you know, four and a half years, that's crazy that you guys have had that kind of growth. That's amazing, man. Yeah. We're not some bros on the street. Like, dude, <laughs> you should sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, why does this big time company want a part of this show? Like, what, we're nobody. Right. <laughs> well, because I want to drink and drop my phones too. It's fun. Hell yeah. Man. <laughs> well, you've come to the right place. Uh, now, Matt, is, right. this, is this the, uh, this is not the first year for Minuteman Madness, correct? No, this is actually the third year for Minuteman Madness. Really the fourth, but the first year barely counts because it was us and a bunch of our friends when we decided to call it a ticket company thing. So, you know, last year uh, we saw exponential growth. You know, two years ago, close to 300 entrants. Last year was over 2,000 entrants. And this year we're hoping to double that too. Uh, you know, hopefully we can the, – the, the number in our head we're hoping is 4,000. So we'll see if we, uh, if we can get there. This week seemed to be a lot of pounding the pavement and doing radio and podcast appearances and hyping things up across the interwebs. So, you know, it's uh, – <laughs> It's becoming quite the fun thing, and uh, last year's winner actually was uh, the same first place prize we're giving out this year, which was four days or four games, if you will, at Fenway Park this summer, and it's an all expense paid trip. And the guy who won actually, if you go to minutemanmadness dot com, his name is Rob. You can see him literally doing it from Boston last summer on the trip. He had what he called the time of his life. He came with us for our uh, prize unveiling we did a couple days ago, and uh, you know he's just been really stoked about how much fun he had last year so we decided to make that the number one prize this year but we've got so many more prizes our prizes have stepped up a whole game this year yeah man well i was gonna ask you about the prizes because i was looking over them how do you guys come up with what you think is a good enough prize for each slot because we were trying to think of prize brackets for uh our group and we were we were struggling trying to think (laughs) all right so is this good enough or is that good enough like how do you guys nail down what you think is worthy of being like the grand prize versus, you know, second prize and third prize? Well, I don't know if we're that good at it because a lot of people are complaining that our second place prize is better than our first. Well, that was part of the reason why I asked <laughs> because what I said. Mike, Mike and Joe said, geez, might as well win the second prize. I mean, you get to go to Las Vegas. Now, I'm a huge baseball guy, and I've never been to Fenway as far as being wanting to go to all the different stadiums and all that. So as soon as I heard that, I'm like, Boston, I've never been to Fenway. I'd totally love but to do that. it's hockey in Vegas, man. <laughs> And then, you know, Michael's like, yeah, but second place is hockey in Vegas. I'm like, eh, Vegas is overrated. <laughs> but I can understand well, why everybody. Wrong, sir, let me tell you that. Well, I know. I can understand why everybody else thinks that Vegas is awesome. Awesome, and I mean, go there. But I'm not a gambler, so I'm like, I, I would rather go to Boston. Oh, whatever. Well, you, you could go to Vegas and have um, the, the 10 best meals of your life, see Chris Angel Mind Freak, see, see a local professional hockey team play. Wink, wink. We can't say the name while they're out there. I mean, it's going to be a ton of fun. It's Vegas, man. Now, the only, I will say this. The one downside of the Vegas trip is I'm not paying for your gambling. We'll pay for everything I'd... else. I'm actually going to host that trip, being the Vegas veteran denizen gambling idiot that I am. But, I mean, that one is just oh, – I love that trip. I was so pumped when we came up with that idea that I'm like, hang on. that one? Just to clarify, <laughs> to Matt, you said you won't pay for your gambling, but you'll pay for everything else. So that sounds like a $200 steak dinner. I was going to go titty bar, but, yeah, let's go steak dinner. Yeah, let's, I was, was going to say – any of the brothels that are outside of city limits are your own dime, too. I probably should add that. I didn't think I needed to, but. I, I mean, Cheetahs. It's going to be you hanging out with Matt at Cheetahs and then going to watch some hockey the next day. The Bunny Ranch? We're there. Oh, come on. We're going to go to. We're going to. 
We're going to Floyd Mayweather's club. What's the name of that place? Like, you know, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the one that he uh, he like promoted uh, at CES. They were like interviewing him. Some girl you was like, what? "What about the Me Too movement?" And yeah. He was like, uh, "Me Too." Uh, and I, I got a I got a gentleman's club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me too. So um, that's what the strippers say whenever there are people asking for lap dances. Right? I mean, I don't know. But like, you know what's funny about that place? Is that like, if you're ever been to Vegas, like the two big points are the strip in Old Vegas, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, like in between is like some sort of like warehousey kind of, you're not really sure where the hell you are kind of place, right? <laughs> Mayweather's Club, we drove by it going down to Old Vegas, uh, like last year when we were there. And we were making all these jokes. We drove by the Trump Hotel where we're, we have the situation conspired to put us in a limo. So it's like eight of us laughing about stuff. And we drive by this skeevy looking neon light place. And it turns out that's me where there's a club in the middle of that warehouse. Are you space serious? Between the strip and I'm not actual, like, old not even like, he's not even like near the strip. Like I know the strip clubs aren't on the strip, but they're like eh, kind of on the strip. Strip adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a sketchy Uber right away. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, Matt, how many entries are we up to currently? In uh, uh, let's let, let me try that again. Mike without, just hit puberty, yeah, so excuse him that. for a second. <laughs> how many entries well, are we at? Uh, first beer. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I sounded like the kid from The Simpsons. Is you that, did. Oh, I got three I medals for this. <laughs> My mother's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> how many entries are we up to for Minute Man Madness? Oh, last check I saw was already 150, which is ridiculous considering we don't even have a bracket yet. Yeah, that so, is. Like, awesome. Last year, I think we had like 25, and they were like our employees and like, my wife and like a couple of our friends. <laughs> how are you? Uh, how are you picking uh, your bracket this year? Because we were just talking about how this tournament is just you know who knows what's going to happen in this one. This is the kind of tournament where we wouldn't be surprised if there's four 15 seeds in the final four. Who do you have in your final four? Uh, the people that won't make it. How's that sound? Um, <laughs> no, my brackets are usually terrible, but um, I look at this tournament this year. I agree with you guys. It's such a wacky year. Like, Virginia's the unanimous number one, and I don't really fear them. Like, I look at them and I'm like, I can see Ohio beating them in the Sweet 16. I don't think Ohio State's world beaters either, but nobody is this year. There's no. not some Kentucky team with future NBA earnings of a billion dollars waiting to win the tournament, right? Right. No. So, it could be one of those years. Like, UConn, remember they were the ninth seed they won the tournament? I would be yeah. shocked at all whatsoever if we got something like that this year. Agreed. We were just talking about that, how <clears throat> there's not a consensus, number one. And of the teams that have either been in, in the top four or been number one, you're not like – there's no team that you're like, yeah, that team's way far and above better than anybody else. It's just kind of been every week. Well, somebody had to be number one this week. <laughs> this is the team. <laughs> Uh, hey, let's see who's ready to lose the number one spot next week. I mean, right. it's, a, it's a rotating group at the top. And, like, Virginia, my, my co-owner, Scott, makes this point a lot. He says Virginia's a nice team, but he says those defensive teams, you always talk about how good a defense they play. And then they play a defense right so they get eliminated in the 16 or the Elite Eight. Right. Because somebody else hits a buzzer beater on them. I mean, yeah. that's just always what happens, right? Yeah. So, I mean, dude, you could pick one out of 20 teams this year. And I, I wouldn't think it's remotely unreasonable to say they could win the tournament. I mean, the one team I'm kind of hot on right now is Purdue just because I love their experience. And it's such a weird year that a school like Purdue, which historically falls flat on their face and breaks their front teeth every time in the tournament, <laughs> could totally go out and actually do something this year. So there's one which, now that I've said that, of course they're going to lose in the first round. But that's one of the ones I'm going to be picking. So so what you're saying is Purdue is the uh, UC of the uh, Big Ten. Oh. 
Yeah, Purdue would be, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that they're going to go out and consistently bear test in the tournament, but that's what they've done. Uh, Matt, dude, we really appreciate the the sponsorship and the fact that you guys brought us on. Uh, were, the fact that you reached out to us yeah, <laughs> was amazing. It's it's really cool, man. Uh, and thank you, too. I don't know if you even know that you guys have added prizes for our uh, portion of the the tournament challenge as well. It was informed to me today. Uh, one of the, <laughs> one of the, if we're going to go to the making the sausage portion of Minuteman and tickets here, I handle the finances on the back end a lot. I handle a lot of the inventory, and all of a sudden I see a piece of inventory on hold, and I go, "What's that for?" <laughs> Surprise for the podcast. Yeah, a couple of assholes oh, okay, cool. in Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> uh, how pissed are you guys going to be if like? Scott wins. I would say if one of us wins, because but it's not going to be one of us. It would be Scott or right. Joe. And Mike not is me. historically terrible. I am the worst. Every pick'em we've ever had on pick. this show. As a matter of fact, I have to uh, I have to karaoke some Bobby Brown tonight as a punishment for uh, losing some NFL pick'ems. Uh, but how pissed are you going to be if one of us wins and gets to uh, claim the Boomer Esiason football or the Bengals preseason tickets? I don't really care if you guys win that stuff. <laughs> You're welcome to it. Now, if you win the Vegas prize, I'm going to be a little concerned because one of you doesn't like gambling, and I just don't know if I can hang out with you in Vegas if that's the case. Yeah, well, if, if Scott wins, we'll, uh, we'll disqualify him, and I'll go with you, and I will gamble my okay, ass deal. off. Bitch, I didn't say I didn't want to go. <laughs> I, I, I said I'm not much of a gambler. All I heard was, I heard was wah, Vegas. I said, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, well. I'll, I'll see you guys in Boston. How about this that? Is, this is why uh, this partnership with Minuteman is perfect. <laughs> they're busting my ass already. Yes, it's the best. Jesus. I love that there's other people to gang up you guys, on. You. And now we're going to turn the screws. Yeah, that's pretty much how it's going. Uh, you, you don't have to worry about that because I don't shoot for second place. So, like I said, I'll see you guys in Boston. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last, Ricky Bobby. Damn right. <laughs> Uh, Matt, anything else you want to tell the fans that are listening uh, about Minuteman or Minuteman Madness? So there's two things. First, Minuteman Madness is at MinutemanMadness.com, and it's free. I can't emphasize that enough. We're not trying to take your money here. This is free. This is a thank you to everybody who supports our company. It's an outreach to new potential customers and friends. It is dead free. And that's not just one prize, not just two prizes. There's a hundred prizes. The top five are trips to some variety. You get the third place to go out. Uh, one west of the state of Ohio to see the best team in the land in college football. Another one of those where you can't say, but you know exactly who I'm talking about on October 20th. And uh, that, that is an overnight trip for college football. We got trips up to Cleveland for NBA playoff basketball. We got a trip up to Cleveland for weekend baseball series. We got all kinds of other prizes, and there's 100 total of them. So if you even finish 100 place, you're going to get a discount from MinutemanTickets.com. So at least it's discount on your tickets. The second thing I think everybody needs to know about us is that we have something we talk about to the point that our employees get annoyed with us, and it's something called honest ticketing. And what that means is it drives us absolutely nuts. When people go online, you see a ticket you think is going to be 50 bucks, and you click you're going to check out with that ticket, and you get to the final screen, and it's an $85 ticket. That drives us nuts because it's not that. truthful. It's the worst. You know, you see a lot of these websites out there where they're telling you, hey, it's a $100 ticket. Well, you're spending 130 on it. You call us up at Minuteman Tickets, and we're going to tell you that $100 ticket is $100. No taxes, no hidden fees, none of that crap. And the other thing is if you call us up and you ask about some event you're really hot on, well, guess what? We know what is selling for what prices. And we know things are sold out. So if you call me about some event that's not sold out and you have no clue, I'm going to tell you. 
But I'm going to tell you, your best deal isn't necessarily with us because you're going to trust what I tell you, and we're more likely to build customers and have long-term relationships. So that's one of the biggest things for us is honest ticketing. There's a lot of shadiness in the ticket industry. We're doing our best to remove that, kind of shine a light in the corners, right? That's one of the reasons we're trying to work with so many Ohio podcasts, reaching out to guys like you guys, just to let people know there's a better way to do this than sitting there hoping you don't get hosed finding you know yourself paying an extra hundred bucks when you go to check your ticket out we don't do that that and simple so those are the two big things i think people don't know much about man, man tickets to definitely take from the start and hey oh we'll prove it we, we don't mind putting our money where our mouth is and by the way if you don't believe us go to minimummadness.com and see the video of last year's first prize winner from boston we follow through on what we say that's so awesome matt thank you so much and and for everybody listening you don't have to be in Ohio to take advantage of this. This is nationwide. Yes. Minuteman tickets will get you tickets anywhere in the country. It does not matter. Any college you want to go see, any NBA team, any baseball team, whatever. Any event. It doesn't have to yeah, be a concerts, event. Yeah. Anything. All of your ticketing needs. Dude, we do theater, concerts, all that. Yes. It's not just in America. If you're in Saskatoon you know, listening to the podcast here, is we Saskatoon can get tickets a real place? Saskatoon. <laughs> all right? We've sold tickets to people in Taiwan before. So, I mean, we can get your tickets. Trust me. Well, good. Our Saskatoon audience is going to be super excited to hear this. They just retweeted the shit out of this episode. They say, what what, what province even is that? Like the Saskatchewan group? You guys got to get Saskatchewan, right? Uh, Matt, thanks so much for being on, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you very, Uh, very much. And everybody, go to MinutemanMadness.com. Sign up right now. Make sure you search for uh, the Craft Brood Sports Public Group, too. That gets you entered into both. You don't even have to fill out separate brackets because if you fill out separate brackets, you're a douchebag. One bracket, one man. That's the rule. And this way, you've got one bracket entered into both of Sheet the, of integrity, the damn it. You goddamn right, sheet of integrity. <laughs> Matt, do you fill out one bracket, or are you a guy that fills out multiple brackets? Um, so I am the half of Minuteman Tickets Ownership that fills out one bracket. All right, my, thank my you. Co-owner likes to center every contest in the country, which is how we ended up in the spot. Because he kept winning some contest in St. Louis, right? Like, I mean, you know, he's like, oh, I want to, we have a case of cigars that he won like three years ago that we smoked like one of. And they're like, it's like a thousand dollar box of cigars. And I don't even know what the hell contest it was he won with them. But me, on the other hand, you call it the sheet of integrity? I call mine the toilet paper roll of integrity because it is worth crap by the end of the first weekend. <laughs> well, don't throw it away this time because this year everybody's is going to be worth crap at the end of the weekend. Like, keep on to that one because who knows what the hell is going to happen. It's just going to be better versions of crap. After yeah, it's just going to be, over. ah, well, I guess I got I, I got 11 shit. right. <laughs> I was the king of the crowd. Matt, thanks for... Uh, the first two days, right? Not, not, not 11 out of 16. 11 out of 32 is what you're talking about, right? No, I'm at 11 <laughs> for the entire tournament. The way this thing's going to go, the first place winner's only going to get 11 right. It's going to be that fucked up. Radford National Champions, baby. <laughs> right! Book it. Book it right now. Matt, thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you later, bud. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate everything. Have Bye. a good night. Cheers, man. Thanks. Oh, man, that's so fucking awesome. That is. So many good prizes in that, man. And I mean, Ray said Minuteman, Minuteman tickets Minuteman? sounds like Minuteman. Are you fucking Jamaican now? Jesus Fuck Christ, you, man! All right, should we do our giveaway? We had a uh, we yes. had a Twitter contest. We do. So, we have a giveaway speaking from of Minuteman. Minuteman uh, before we move on, this is uh, the first time we're doing this in conjunction with Minuteman. They they were offering us some credit, so we uh, put it out last week. 
retweet the show, follow us, and you yeah, get entered see. into a that. drawing to win $50 to Minuteman tickets. So a uh, $50 gift card is going to be given away right now on the show out of Joe's disgusting-looking hat. Yeah, we're, we're shaking them up, shaking them up, getting them all <laughs> ready to go here, and uh, we're going to have Mike pick it out. So if you don't win... It's going to be Mike's fault. <laughs> Mike, go on ahead and grab a right. name out of the hat. Why didn't we do this out of a beer glass? That would have been way better than out of the hat. We're janky. All right. Who do we got? We have Winner I can't of the read. $50 gift certificate to Minuteman. I can't read com. Joe's it's writing, but I think it's Sean Reed. Sean Reed? Is that right, Joe? Sean Reed? Sean, you, you check and make sure that's, that I'm reading that correctly. Sean Reed. Yes. All right. Good. All right. Well, congratulations, Sean, <laughs> Sean Reed. For, uh, You're the winner of a $50 gift certificate to Minuteman. And Tickets. this is not com. the first time we're going to be doing this. Or not the last time we're going to be doing say, this. I was going to say, you idiot. It is the Fuck first you. time we're going to be doing this. We've never done this before. It's not going to be In the fact, last time. It's the only first time we're ever doing this. <laughs> but yeah, it won't be the last time we're doing this. Jesus Christ. Didn't know who uh, our Kelly I'm nervous was. about Bobby Brown, man. I'm nervous about saying Can we get to that? Before you get too far gone and you pass I mean, out or something? I guess we could. Do you want to do Christ. that now? All right. One more time. The winner of the fish. Sean Reed. Sean Reed. All right. Thank you, Sean, for uh, retweeting and sharing. Uh, stay tuned. We'll probably do it again in a couple weeks where we'll do another $50. Yeah. Uh, Sean, we'll one, shoot out know, a message fact, to you. We can tell you right now, as soon as March Madness ends and gets all wrapped up, we get past uh, Minutemen Madness. We'll go on ahead and we'll, we'll do another raffle in April. We'll, we'll give them another gift. We're also looking at a live show that we're trying to put together in April. Yes. And uh, Minuteman has said they can give us some um, like tickets or something some for for, uh, for anybody who shows up. We can give a, a giveaway for anybody who shows Ooh. up for that. So that's big time coming up, though. Like we we got to keep that kind of under wraps because yep. we got some things to work out. But check your calendars because April is right. big one. Before we before we get another call, I guess I should. Pay up on my mute the phone lines. It's time to no. You can't mute the phone lines because it's got to go through the computer. Oh shit! Well, don't mute the phone lines. Nobody call in at this moment. (sighs) Mike's gonna sing. So this was uh, Scott Skrzewski's punishment for me. I lost to him in the uh, the pick'em. Hang on one second. Everything's all tangled up. All right, Uh, I lost (laughs) to him in the pick'em contest, and his punishment for me was to karaoke Bobby Brown's. It's my prerogative. Uh, so I need to move over to the computer here, Joe. We're making history! This is going to be so ridiculous, man. What the fuck are we even doing? I'll keep my headphones on. Are you... Okay, you're just going to... Okay. We should have kept Matt on the line for this. No, this is probably good. He would have been like, I don't even want to be a part of this here. We'll turn the camera so that people Tyson can see Tyson says that he this. cannot wait, all caps. Yeah, I know. Nobody can really wait for this. My, my body is ready. <laughs> I had to get that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, you got that one? I'm shocked. Yeah. Oh, God. We're, we're working on it, man. Calm Hang down, Tyson. Break. Jesus. God, all right. Tyson's all worked up ready for this. <laughs> oh, God. All right. This is me. Oh, wait. Headphones are going out. I need that. I need that. I need. Can Where's you... my snare? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got that one, too. Big shocker. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, white motherfucker. <laughs> all right. Get God damn singing. it. Every time I let go. Get to singing. Hang on, I got it. I got no music coming through in my headphones. There we Sing. go. Sing. All right. No, I'm not going to use those ones. All right. Uh, and this is my prerogative in the style <laughs> of Bobby Brown <coughs> by me. <laughs> <laughs>
It's such a long intro. Get busy. Do I have to sing this part too? I don't have to yeah, sing this bitch, part. No, this is, this is the... Why don't no, I have to sing, this? sing it. There's no words for it. <laughs> you, don't know the, you don't know the chorus. It's my prerogative. They say I'm crazy. I really don't care. <laughs> That's my prerogative. <laughs> they say I'm nasty. <laughs> but I don't give a damn. Getting <laughs> girls is how I live. Some ask me questions. Why am I so real? But they don't understand me. I really don't know the deal. About a brother trying hard to make it right. (laughs) (laughs) Sing. Keep singing. Why don't they just let me live? Tell me why. I don't need permission to make my own decisions. It's my prerogative. It's my prerogative. <laughs> my prerogative is the way that I want to live. It's my prerogative. I can do just what I feel. It's my prerogative. No one can tell me what to do. I got lost there. Sorry. <laughs> White. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing it for you. Now, don't get me wrong. Really not souped. Ego trips is not my thing. All these strange relationships really get me down. I see nothing wrong with spreading myself around. Sing! Everybody's talking all this stuff about me. Why don't they just let me live? Tell me why. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Make my own decisions. My own decisions! It's my prerogative. It's, it's my, my prerogative! prerogative. I can do what I want to do. It's my prerogative. I can live my life. I'm doing it just for you. (laughs) Just tell me. Tell me. Why? Why can't I live my life? You're sweating like that. I know. (laughs) It's hard work, man. People say I'm fucking. I'm so lost. You glossy bastard. Yo, Teddy. <laughs> Kick it like this. All right, that's fucking. All right, here that's comes where the we're gonna bridge. end it. Uh, uh, that's hey. where we're gonna end it. That was me karaokeing. It's my prerogative. Oh my god, that I would have so much rather have bonged a beer. You were than so do that. god awful. <laughs> oh my god. I mean. I think that's the purpose. And, and the funniest part is you claim to be a Bobby Brown fan. Bobby Brown's going to call I, in and be like... I've never claimed to be a Bobby Brown fan. I oh, just like just to think- make the joke that Bobby Brown oh. is the only 90s R&B singer I know. So he's just fucking racist. I thought you liked Bobby Brown. and like That was the only re- the reason... No! That- I mean... Well, I That's like yeah, one of the so only... So you're just a racist fuck. Okay, cool. <laughs> you should have just went with it. I was giving you more credit than you gave yourself there. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, Tyson, this is terrible. I think Scott just tuned in and just missed no, the whole thing. No, he tuned in probably the second chorus. So he did get to see you <sighs> do a little bit of your whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> I mean, I like that I turned it into like a singing. I like that I turned it into a dramatic reading a few times too. Like, yeah, there was no. It's, 
It's my prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking don't even know how to sing terribly. <laughs> it was so worth it, though. That was good shit. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for that. Good punishment, punishment Scott. Good punishment. All right, okay, now I got a question. I am for surprised you. there's still people watching this video. That's fine. Like, right, no, well, like I thought people I mean, would have totally turned this off. And imagine people scrolling through their Facebook feed with like the autoplay on, and it just all of a sudden that clicked that on, and yeah. they were just like, "What the fuck is this?" I've never watched this show. What the? Oh my god! What is? Happening? I will never like, watch this show. Okay, ever now again. I got a question. Yeah. So you've bonged a beer. Yep. You've sung my prerogative. I've worn a UC shirt. You worn the UC shirt. You had eight total punishments. Right? No, ten. Oh, you had ten. Yes. So you've got seven more, and if you exclude me and Lou the dog, yes, Lou the, Lou dog, the dog is another we one. We know what's going. Okay, so that's five total. So we've got five more outstanding punishments that yep. we don't know about yet. Yep. Do we know about any of them, or have those people not reported? No. It? And now we're at the point too where we're caught up on what people have sent in. Uh, there was one that came through, but we were like, "Eh, that's not going to be good." Oh, for yeah, it an wasn't going to work because of, have they gotten back to us? Nope. About, okay. Nope. All right. Well, um, so that there means... was one from Yanni. Yanni gave me a, a punishment idea, and okay. I just don't. I mean, it was all right, but I I think he could do better. Okay. So, so we're kind of so we're waiting on. We five need Yanni. People. We need Yanni. Jew. Uh, Jew. <laughs> Jesus Your son. Christ. Uh, Drew. We need... Uh, Drew did call in and say he had something. He's thinking of something. Okay, but uh, it, but he was afraid of blowing it. Yeah, so he, didn't want he to also, uh, in a, a group chat that we have, he talked about doing Edward 40 hands, and that's going to be really bad. I don't, I don't think that's... I mean... I, I don't know how that's going to work. That's what I said. I was like, I don't know if that's good. I mean, well, I would say, uh, And his response uh, was coward, which, all right, fair enough. That's but, true. It's, uh, it's true, but I, I mean, for the sake of the show... I would say maybe Edward Forty hand, like, and you have to do it twice on the same hand or something. But being having both hands completely, it really tied down. hinders the. I was show. gonna say I was like I, I I'm also need you to participate. Yeah. So maybe you have one hand that's you know disposed and and then you finish that one and then we tape up a new one to your other hand. That I mean, could work. That, that could work. So it's Edward <clears throat> Forty plus Forty, 40 hands. Yeah. Forty <laughs> hand and Forty hand again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that could work. Uh, but yeah, that that was one idea that was floated out there. The idea. So, Frankie, Drew, Drew, Yanni, Pops, Papa B, Papa B, and then one more. Well, yeah, I can't think of who the other one was. Oh, Tank. Tank. Okay. And Tank crowdsourced his. That's Tank right. put up a Facebook post and was like, "I'm not good at being a dick. On Somebody a, and help and me." It was on his personal page and too. got a lot of responses. I didn't respond because I've got my own. There were people, like, I had to clarify for some people. Like, one person was like, oh, I just went to Go Bananas, and somebody yeah. made a, a guy do five minutes. And I was like, yeah, do that one. Yeah. Yeah, be, let's do that punishment. <laughs> You're not getting I'll, off that easy. Yeah, exactly. That would be, I'd be like, okay. I'd make you sit through a porn addiction seminar. Live. Don't jerk off to this one. <laughs> Wait, what was that one? <laughs> Maybe that's the punishment. Watch porn, but Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> Moving on. Thank Anyways, you, if you have an outstanding what? punishment, because you can't do anything. No, you I, to... yeah, I got it. But Anyways, I mean, uh, the fuck, because you're just sitting there. 
Like, Joe and I got to witness you with two beer bottles <laughs> oh, attached to your true. hand We're on not a gonna... boner? Like, no. That's a punishment for us. Moving that's, on. That's why, that's why I kicked on Yanni's idea. Not necessarily that it was that, but just that okay. it was more of a punishment for the show and not necessarily for me. I got you. Um, Thank God somebody's calling to save us yeah. from this moment. <laughs> <laughs> craft Sports. Craft nope. <laughs> uh, Sports. Who dis? Can we talk about Tiger Woods yet? <laughs> <laughs> Tiger is back, baby. You, you sound like you're struggling. Tiger is so back. Oh, my God. Okay, Tiger's back, right? All Great. Right. Tiger's back. Tiger's back is still hurting. You're basing that on one tournament where he finished in the top 15, and I know we we all heard your mini-sode, no. and yeah, he had club head speed and all this other <laughs> bullshit golf saber <laughs> metrics that you busted out. You went fucking Billy Bean of golf on us to come up with all this uh, reason why Tiger's back from one tournament. Here's what I'm going to ask you, Ray, and I realize my point is going to be shot down immediately because he's doing well right now. He did that last week. He's doing well this week. He's got a fucking back problem. How consistent can that be? Eventually, Actually, the back is going to fail. That's my point. That would have been a great point, Mike. What are you eating? Had he not gotten back fusion surgery. Doesn't which matter. He never got at any of the other times, Mike. He never got any of those, that surgery, any of the other times. He was never healthy at any of the other comebacks. So your all's entire point about why you don't believe that he's quote-unquote back, no pun intended, is because <laughs> he never got oh, like, I thought he dropped. I was going to be like, that's so perfect. He never got truly repaired. No one close to the game, Tiger himself, and no one that follows it ever at any of the other comebacks said that he looked healthy, felt healthy, or anything until now. Now, all those sabermetrics I mentioned are just proof that he's healthy and able to do what he used to do for a weekend. And he's just, it shows that he's um, healthy for a doing weekend. It, I'm just saying he's doing it. The fact that he's doing it one or two tournaments in should scare the piss out of you because once he gets his fucking feel back and he does it and he plays a few more tournaments, he's probably going to win every fucking week. Like he used to. You really think that you really think Tiger's going to get back to winning every week. Like he used to. No, I don't. Here's what here's what sucks about this whole thing, right? Like, I don't dislike Tiger Woods. I think as if Tiger Woods is good, it makes golf better. Like, I'm that guy that that thinks having a good Tiger Woods is good for the game of golf. Jerking hand motion. And you are making me cheer against him. Like the way that you're acting right. makes me want Tiger Woods to fail. He's to only, be like he's the only black guy on the course, and I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking. Jesus, I need him to not succeed so I can make a point on the show. That's <laughs> shitty. The one black guy. You got to take that away from me? Thanks. You, you host a sports talk show. That's what you signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Continue. Fair enough. <laughs> no, but seriously... Dude, seriously, what the fuck are you eating? I know, what are you God eating? Cut Charles God, God damn Doritos? Like, Sorry. Like, oh, I got... Oh, <laughs> I like, like What's that? Flembrant. Sorry, uh, I'm eating some pizza. <laughs> Helping me to pass the time listening to you, gas bag. <laughs> 
point. We're gas bags, and you're the one that went on a three-minute voicemail rant about Tiger Woods' golf saber metrics, and we're the fucking gas bags. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, I didn't think it was three minutes, but thanks for the courtesy. Um, No, you guys... My biggest issue with last week and, and your old take on Tiger Woods is that you're, you're, A, not acknowledging that from a health standpoint only, this time is different. That he never, he never took the time to get fully healed before. He was trying shortcuts, and he tried to come back too quickly, and it obviously showed. And every time he played in all those tournaments, anyone that knew anything was like, look at him, he's wincing, he's in pain, he's... He doesn't have club head speed. He doesn't do the things he used to do. He's nowhere close to what he was, and it was obvious. This time, he's not in pain. I can watch and see that. You can watch and see that. The experts watch and see that, and all the stats back up the fact that he's not in pain because he has the swing, and he's doing things that he used to do, and relative to the field, He's very highly placed in some of these things. So it's clearly different. So you can't just completely discount now versus back then. And my other big beef with you guys last week is being like, oh, he finished 12th. He finished 12th. Well, the only guy that just showed up and won all the time was the old Tiger. A top 15 finish in the PGA is a major accomplishment. Okay, so hang on. Hang on. Hang on a second. So you're saying don't compare Tiger Woods to previous Tiger Woods, right? That's what you're trying to tell us? I think that's part of it, yeah. He's never going to be as good as he used to be, and that's unfair. Okay, but he's back. But he he's still- Tiger is back, <laughs> but he's not back. He's not Tiger. He's, he's not the Tiger that you know, but he's back. But he's not really back because you can't compare him to what he used to be, right? Is that what you're saying? So what you're saying is Tiger's well, not back. Because he's no, not he's, he's not, not the same guy that gonna, he was before. Sorry, he's not going to win three majors a year. You just said he was going to win every week. Every other you tournament. just said he was going to win every week. You literally <laughs> just fucking said that. Like, I wish we could play back right now. You Hold literally up. just said, All wait right, till he gets real, his field back. Quick. He will win every fucking week. Real quick, go to your respective corners for just one second. Because <laughs> I just want to say that my... Uh, is this is radio voodoo is bullshit. <laughs> Well, no, okay, right. I'm gonna give you some credit here because quotes and shit. Oh, Jesus! I mean, All right, can you can you can you take a deep breath, chill out for shares. just a second? <laughs> uh, I, I just want to say that I want to give Rate some credit in that last week when we talked about it, and just for me, I'm not saying for Mike. I don't know what Mike's going off of. I'm just saying for me. I'm totally basing uh, all of my mm, he's not the same off of just the eyeball test and when I look at the standings and all that stuff and what I hear like. I'm not sitting there necessarily watching, and you're talking about this back fusion surgery and all that shit. Like, I didn't know any of those facts. I'm just strictly going <laughs> off the fact that, uh, well, I mean, every time he goes out there, I see the results, and they were shitty. And based on what I'd seen the last few years of what he'd done, I wasn't ready to just say, all right, well, he had one half decent weekend. He's fully back and really like if he has a couple of these and he wins a tournament, like okay, like he can work consistency. In my book, yeah, like he can work his way back up to being there. I just wasn't. I, I just thought it was amazing how quickly everybody was like, "Oh no, he's That's back. What, he's good. Yeah. He's Tiger, and he's all this." And I'm like, and you just said just yourself a minute ago. 
well, he'll never be that guy, but that's what I felt <laughs> Which like. Which means he's not back. Right. Like, that's what I felt like a lot of people were trying to say. They were trying to say he's all the way back to being that tiger. But you just said yourself, he'll never be that tiger. He'll just be if the point a is, version if of the tiger. Point Which is, is fine. Tiger can be competitive. Yes. You guys, I 100% right, right, agree Tiger right. Woods can be competitive. That does not mean Tiger is back. And and yes, I hold way, Tiger to a different standard way, than I hold other golfers to. The way you assholes are defining if he's back or not is like trying to tell me that the Michael Jordan that played for the Wizards was never back. It's he bullshit. Wasn't. It wasn't the same course, guy. The Michael Jordan that played for the Wizards was never going to be the Michael Jordan that played for the Bulls. I said and that last the, week. And maybe the Tiger Woods that's playing now is going to be the Michael Jordan that of the Wizards. Right. And he's going to flame out and he's going to suck. But maybe the Tiger Woods that's playing now is going to take the Wizards to a title. Maybe the Tiger Woods that's playing now is going to win a couple majors. But right, let me hang on. But Jordan never took signed those up with wizards. The wizards to... And we don't know. Right, hang and on. You what said the difference is, is this Tiger Woods is kicking fucking ass in the stats, and he's fucking winning in the stats. Right now, he's kicking ass in stats. Great, that's fucking great. He's kicking ass in stats. He came in twelfth. Be like, yeah, we knew it. We knew he was coming back, and we were there, and we were on the front end. <laughs> He's also tied for second right now. Oh, weekend. great. Yeah, he is tied for second. You know who's tied, who's one stroke behind him? Jason Kokrick from He's Xavier. Back. He's back. Kokrick's back, baby. Warren JFK represent. He's back. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Kokrick is back. Back up, back up. Because you know who else is back? The Browns. The Browns are back. They the made Browns, trade, The Joe, Browns guys. made trades. They're back. <laughs> They're back. The Browns are back. There it is. He told us to fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> right. I'm not. I. I I know I'm, I'm fucking with you a lot here, but here's, here's the bottom line with me. Tiger Woods will never be the player that he was before. He will never be that golfer again. And, it's, and, and that, may, that may have been the case even without the back injury. Like, age eventually is going to catch up to somebody, and you're not going to be as good as you were in your prime. So that's why when people are saying Tiger Woods is back, Tiger Woods is Tiger Woods again, no, he's not. He is a different version of Tiger Woods. He may be competitive. He can probably win some tournaments. He's not back. Like, Tiger Woods being back. Did Ray drop? Yeah, he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> he hung up with right, the answer this call. <laughs> uh, this is him. <laughs> hey, Ray. Hey, Craft Root Sports, who's this? <laughs> when did Mike turn into Captain fucking Obvious? <laughs> Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Before you go to the thing, I love that he asked that question as he was smacking on the pizza still. Go ahead, go ahead. No, okay. Right, you literally, no more than five minutes ago said Tiger Woods will start winning every fucking week. That's what you said. You said Tiger Woods, as soon as he gets his feel, he's going to win every week. That is not the case. And that's all I'm trying to say. Tiger Woods won't be the guy that's the favorite Again. to win every week. That's my whole fucking Again. point in this. Your whole fucking point is taking the opposite side of not being completely fucking obvious. Me saying that Tiger was going to win every fucking week was clearly for radio charismatic effect. All right, Trump. No one wins every week. I didn't week really on mean the that. Tour, you idiot. I know I said <laughs> it. I didn't do that. 
No, but Tiger was a favorite fucking every week. Don't call me a fucking idiot. Tiger was a favorite every fucking week. Every week, Tiger was the guy that people watched. He was in near the final pairings almost every single week. Anything? Do you know anything about golf? This motherfucker. Hang up on this motherfucker. Hang up on this motherfucker. Every single week. That's not how it works. I fucking understand that, Ray. You, you were the one that fucking said it. You said he's gonna win every week. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm taking everything I say literally. I'm trying to make a point. Oh, this is fantastic. He went Trump on me. He went Trump on me. I didn't really mean that. I said it, but I didn't really mean that. Did he He hang up again? Okay, I thought he hung up again. (laughs) Captain Obvious. I love this. You said you're the big. Mike, the basis of your whole argument right now is that the Tiger now is not going to be good as the Tiger 10 years ago. Well, yes. no fucking shit. He was only the greatest and golfer he's not, and the greatest thing So ever, that means he is not seen. back. He is not back to being the Tiger. You, you and all the Tiger fans are making it seem like he is the golfer from 10 years ago. He's not. That's right, my well, we fucking point. We need to back. We need to define back. What we're okay, what's, what's your expectations back. of Tiger Woods going forward? What are your expectations? He finished 12th last week. He's tied for second right now. You think he's going to win the Masters. You think he's going to win two to three more majors in his career. What are your expectations for Tiger Woods moving forward? He'll be a top 20 player for the next five to ten years. Okay. And that will mean, that will mean winning two to five more majors and being in contention for I'll take that bet. regular PGA tournament championships, regular events. He'll be in contention several times a year. Several. Like Way to be specific, right? Two weeks. And being, and sorry, finishing 12th for you guys that don't understand golf, finishing 12th this means being in contention. This motherfucker. <laughs> he keeps dropping that shit. Like he's like he's so fucking just because he looked up some stats on a sportingnews.com article. Fucking David Flaherty over here is going to drop some fucking bombs. For those of you that don't understand golf, club head speed is really fucking important. OK, hit us with the roof. This has been so fun for me. I love you, man. You're you're wrong on this, but I love you. Okay, bye. <laughs> Dude, that was great. We might have to cut that and like put that on YouTube just as a clip of the show. Oh my god. YouTube just went at it. <laughs> I've never fucking tired woods. I've never been so happy to not have anything to say. Because I'm I'm right in the middle, I I, I realized of the two arguments. Because I, I okay, I gotta I gotta say, I kinda mentioned it before that like I didn't realize Rate was saying when I guess his definition of back is that he's good enough. He's going to compete, right? He's okay. which is like, fine. And, he and will like, compete. And, and I, what I we would agree with think, that. Yeah, and what we were thinking, everybody's definition of back, and rightfully so because the way it was suggested. And I still think that there's some people out there who, when they say he's back, they think, "Look he's at this back. motherfucker yeah, shaking like, his head." Yeah, like Joe, Joe thinks Joe thinks Tiger Woods will be. What we saw right. from and Tiger Woods. I, I think that's completely he's... ludicrous. Absolutely. And not just for what you mentioned because of age and other stuff. It's just being that dominant for that long. And then Rate brought up the whole Jordan thing. So I got to back up and say I brought that up last week where I said 
Jordan wasn't Jordan. I and like nobody was trying to see Jordan in a wizard's outfit. Like, yeah, he had those amazing moments or he had nights where ah Jordan dropped fifty and you're like, Oh, look, he's still got it. But I mean, he never put that team on his shoulders. They didn't make the playoffs. I mean, he didn't go to a finals. Like so it, he competed. He was still himself in a personal standpoint on some nights. But he wasn't winning championships, which is what, if you were to say Jordan was Jordan, he would be winning championships, yeah. right? And so when you say Tiger is Tiger, for the for the most person, like, and now I get rate is now, has now clarified that's not what I meant by saying he's back. But for the average person, when you hear that, you're thinking, oh, well, that, you know, that person who says Tiger's back is thinking, well, he's going to dominate every weekend. And he's going to be the the favorite going in. And Sunday red, baby. Right. He's going to for sure win this. But I, I get I'm I'm right there with rate if that's what he's saying as far as like competing, because I've said, yeah, I think he'll compete. And I did say last week that I think he'll win one more major. Yeah, you him, did say you I did got say one more one. You I don't him, think he, I, say, I don't think he wins another none. major. I, I'll give him one rate saying two to five more. OK, that's a wide two to five. And uh, yeah, that's. That's a wide range, but fine. But, I mean, it's, he thinks that he's on he, – that's why I say I'm right in the middle because you say zero, I say one, rate says two plus. So we'll just say that. So I, I'm somewhere in the middle of this. It's like I think that Tiger has the ability and is so great that he can ascend to being in the realm of where you could say, yes, he's back, never to where he set the bar, but he can be so good or get to a level where it's like, yeah, he's still better than the guys that are playing. So I do think that, and that would be, eh, you know, he wins a major. And he's always in the conversation for the other ones. I mean, that's good enough, right? I mean, that would he would actually ascend to being average, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So basically, in, in this definition, Tiger being back means Tiger's Phil Mickelson. Yeah, actually. That's essentially yeah. the definition we're going with. To say that Absolutely. Tiger is back yeah. means that Tiger is Phil Mickelson. Yeah, where he's talked okay. about in every tournament, but he may or may not win or even... Sometimes he's not going to make the cut. Right. Sometimes he'll be in the final grouping and choke one away. Tiger will be mortal, is basically what we're saying. Because we can all... And I can get on board with that. Right. I, we can all, I yeah. think we can all agree that Tiger, when he was at his height, was at a level that it's like, yeah, that dude... There's, it was there's unreal. Tiger. Yeah, I mean, there's Tiger and there's everybody else in the world. Yeah. He was competing in his own thing. But now, no matter what, if he, even if he gets back to playing his best at where he is with the back and age and all that of stuff... He's good enough to be at the top sometimes. He's 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 fallen back to the pack. Is that fair? That's fair. And fair. I, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine and I'm if that's the definition we're going with, then Tiger's but, back. And, and then I say you still think he's gonna win zero. I'll give him one. I still don't think he wins a major. That's fine. I'll give him one because the over under we set personally for the show was one. And and, a half. and I will reserve the right to change that because let's face it, we have seen one tournament plus a half of another tournament that makes us think that Tiger could be competitive. I still want to see if he can sustain multiple weeks in a row. Like, I mean, what are the major, the major, uh, the, well, okay. The masters are in I, April, again, right? To, First again, week of April. Decide with, again, decide with rate though. No, no. Rate said that he would be in the top 20. I mean, that's fair. No, no, that's fair. That's I'm saying, yeah, yeah, no, that's nothing yeah. to scoff at when you're talking about thousands and thousands of golfers, like being 
top 20. I, I mean, that's conceivable. <laughs> but again, that's not Tiger level as I see it. Rate is saying Tiger will be top 5 to 10 in the world again. I could see him hitting that level. But again, just because you're top 5, that doesn't necessarily mean you're winning majors. Now you you're s- you Well, yeah, it's top, true. You could be top 5 without be, winning majors, yes. but top 5 to 10 in the world. That's he said Mike doesn't watch golf. This motherfucker. I fucking, I golfed in high school, you goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> I fucking watch golf all the I goddamn like, time. I like how this conversation just keeps going even though you two aren't on the same <laughs> line anymore. We can't hear Rate smacking pizza, but he's still talking shit. <laughs> Mike doesn't even watch golf. <laughs> Liar. Oh my God. Ruff. That's my fucking Rate. There you go. I just did that for you, right? I fucking I carried oh. your half of the conversation. Top five, ten in the world. Club head speed. You even watch golf? <laughs> this stomach hurts. Moving on. <laughs> Rate said, "Should I call back?" But no, no fucking fine. this one's over. We're <laughs> Joe hit like us with the moving on. I, I mean, I by the way, like that's got to be a t-shirt. I'm we got to make that t-shirt. A uh, moving on t-shirt. I'm in the middle of it. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But I'm in the middle of it. Like that. That'll be a t-shirt. I'm in the middle. <laughs> Race spectrum and <laughs> and this tiger argument. I can't believe two weeks in a row we fucking spent so much and time you on said Tiger Woods. The show started. You're like, we're not going down this rabbit hole again. We're getting he sucked, sucked me in. Two- Ray fucking sucked <laughs> me in, man. You did. God, you fell for that. Damn shit. it! I bit Joe, so hard. Did we on get that. to 15 chairs? Uh, no. Mm. Wow. Are we close? What a shit week. Uh, no. Okay. Well, damn. thank you guys for nothing. Wow, you guys, you guys suck dick. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Even... I couldn't share <laughs> while I'm eating pizza. Oh. Uh, all right. This weekend is Selection Sunday. We've also just finished up with the NFL Combine. What is the worst fucking thing to watch? Selection Sunday or NFL Combine or NFL Draft? The Combine. Combine? You're going Combine is worse to watch? I'm going with Combine, and it's by a slim margin over the uh, selection show. Both of them feature things that are not important, I guess, to gain. Did you see what they're doing with the selection show this year? Well, yeah, after you told me. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Thanks, man. Yeah, call you out. So the selection show this year will unveil all teams that make it They'll list them all in alphabetical order and then go through the bracket, uh, which is the worst fucking idea. The selection show already sucks a fat dick. Like, it is hard to watch. You watch for your team to see where your team is seated and who you're playing against, and then you don't give a shit. And now you got to sit through extra bullshit because you know it's not going to be, all right, we unveil the teams, and now let's get right into the bracket. They're going to unveil the teams. They're going to go do interviews. Right. They're going to talk about those bubble teams that made it in. And then they're going to the reveal the bracket. Cheering, yeah. They're in. yeah. But it's and, and that's the worst part. It's in alphabetical order, too. So you're going to see like a oh, team. Oh, dear God. So Xavier's not even going to get announced for eight hours. Right. So, well, but Xavier's in, so it doesn't really no, matter. No, I know, but, but even still. Yeah. <laughs> the only part that I might tune in for, it still would take to the last possible moments of that because Xavier alphabetically right. is at the fucking yeah. end. If Xavier was a bubble team, you'd be sitting there like, oh, Jesus Christ, I gotta yeah. fucking watch Norfolk State celebrate for fucking three minutes. And what's funny is I actually 
in the past, I haven't watched the selection show for probably about four years now. This might be the fifth year that I don't. I actually, the, the only thing that kind of keep kept me coming back in previous years was seeing the schools that never get there have their little momentary celebration. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about seeing any of the schools that are perennially there clapping and right. doing a golf clap. Yeah, like, just the like, guys hey, that are like, yeah. all right, who are we playing? Like, we, we <laughs> knew back in September that we'd yeah. be here. All we're right, ranked cool. six in the country. I know we're fucking in. Right. Who are we playing? But, I mean, it's it's those teams that either first time making it in or made it off off tournament weekend or whatever. For you know whatever what they're reason, missing? Like, have those raucous celebrations where you're just like, oh, you know what they're God. missing in that? They don't show enough of the teams who don't make it, and the the, the fucking heartbreak. Yeah, that's what they need to show Sign more of. Me up for that. Shit. Yes, that's what the whole thing should be. Is like, here's that- a whole bunch of bubble teams, and just you, they zoom in on somebody fucking crying because their team didn't make it. Not even that. They, they watching them. What the fuck? <laughs> I. That would be the equivalent of the <laughs> the losers that they perennially show on, you know, the American Idols of the world, and it's less like, oh hey, we n- nobody tunes in to see the guys that are making it to Hollywood. Everybody wants t- the William Hungs. Yes, you're tuning in <laughs> to see the people that just shit the bed. So yes, I I am here for the small schools. Hey, yeah, it's great. But also for the schools that thought that for sure they had We're done in. enough. We did it. We got and it. And they're sitting there, and the last team's announced, and they're throwing their shit down. But now those teams are like fuck? middle. Like if you're on the bubble, if you're Michigan and you're on the bubble, you're just like trying to figure out alphabetically. I'm just saying theoretically. I'm not I, saying I know, Michigan is on the bubble. Example of a team that just won their conference tournament to get in. But go ahead. If you're Norfolk State and you're on the bubble, you're sitting there like, come on, when are the ends coming? And then they pass you up. It's like, then zoom in on Norfolk State and watch them all fucking cry. Well, Then I'll watch the selection show. Well, and you're right, because, I mean, halfway through the alphabet, you would know that you weren't fucking in. (laughs) You wouldn't even have to wait by region. You don't have to wait for the rest. You would have no idea. How dumb is that decision? Yes. Those teams would have waited. Alphabetically, they're just sitting there and they're just like, did did this motherfucker just skip to R? We didn't get in. We're not in. He went, shit, turn it off. (laughs) We're going home. (laughs) Fuck it. Wrap this shit up. He went, hey, no, box those pizzas up. We'll sell them tomorrow. We're not Michigan to Notre Dame. We would have been in between. This is bullshit. Fuck this shit. And they're done. They turn off the TV. Ratings disaster. This decision that they've got going on. But, you know, people who make more money than we will see in a lifetime. That's what you think. Make these decisions. That's what what you think. Minute Man Tickets. Thanks a lot for your sponsorship. We expect you to get to the point where we're out earning the people that make TNT, TBS, whoever's holding this election. Decisions, yeah, yeah. The decision makers. That's right. The, the higher ups. Yeah. I mean, I love Minutemen, but I mean, if they can get us to that level, holy you shit. You hear about that growth in four and a half years? <laughs> <laughs> that bag of dicks I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I'll be munching on some <laughs> if, uh, if Minutemen can get us there. Like, hey. I'll grab uh, a fork. But, so you're saying combine worse than selection show, though? Yeah, and the funniest part is, uh, despite Deion Sanders being uh, flabbergasted yeah. at white well, speed, because you've got like uh, moments, <laughs> and you got Shaquille. There, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Shaquille, what? Shaquem Griffin. Shaquem. <laughs> Sorry, that was way off. I I almost I I got my hood name off by like a couple letters. My bad. 
So anyway, Griffin. That's fair. To uh, <laughs> Griffin does his thing, and like you can have moments from the combine, like all of these things individually have moments. The NFL draft, the combine, uh, the selection. So they all have their moments. And but if you're picking which is worse, overall the the combine is. And the funniest part is. This all, I guess, ties in with my NFL fandom, which has been waning as the years go on. About, what, has it been about 10 years that they've now been televising the Combine? Because they never used to. And then it started right around the time that we got out of college or somewhere around there. Man, yeah. I remember those first few years, I sat there and watched the shit. And it's like, oh, this is great. I, I can't believe they never did this before. This is awesome. And then it, it was the first few years where they just televised it. And then, hey, we're going to sell tickets. And I remember about five years when they made that decision. I thought, uh, I don't know about selling tickets to this thing, though. Like, it's one thing to sit at home and watch it on TV. It's another yeah. thing to drive to Indy and actually be sitting in the stands. Like, mm, I think watch that's some too- dudes take a 40. Yeah, They're- like, I think that's too much because, I mean, you're not actually watching a game. But, I mean, it, you can justify it when you're sitting at home on TV because, eh, you can watch it whatever, and you can flip the channel or you can it can be on in the background. That's, but when you're paying to buy a ticket to walk in like you're committed to sitting there and watching their shit right yeah i mean so i, I always do thought that was ludicrous. do they sell beer at the uh i have no clue but i mean i would imagine so right i mean if you're selling tickets you gotta sell food and why wouldn't you try to get beer sales but it's gotten to the point where I'm it like, would be kind of fun to get all drunked up and yell at dudes running the 40 it's, well it's come full circle order it's like no it's ludicrous I, I i now realize why i shouldn't even be watching it on tv yeah alone. it's it's super rough. So it's easily the worst <laughs> of those. Hey, Craft Root Sports, who's this? Hey, Dix. <laughs> Is that your Is brother? That, Is that Vicky B? This whole thing. I was going to do this whole shtick tonight. What the fuck was Ray talking about? Bring <laughs> you the dog back. Fuck. Ray was, uh, I was, Ray was eating some, some pizza. What the fuck? I mean, Jesus Christ. Tiger Woods is back. He's not back, back. He's kind of back. I love that the Burlon boys are on the same page here. Hot take on Tiger Woods. He's not back. (laughs) Because his back's fucked up. Wait, didn't you? I got a lot of, listen, a lot of hot takes, man. All right, let's hear the hot takes. Let's go through uh, Vicky B's hot takes. How about that? You want? Let's do right, your hot uh, takes. Uh, all right, yeah, let's do it. All hey, right, so Tiger Woods Eagles, is not back. Eagles defensive line got better this week. <laughs> it's a hot take. It's a all hot right. take. Uh, Seattle's defensive line got worse. Oh, man. Shit. Super hot take. What, 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 about, uh, what about the Legion of Boom? What'd they do? Yeah, no, the secondary shot. It's not very good anymore. Huh? Oh, shit. Man. Hot take. Uh, That's hot. That's a hot take. Hot, hot take. Uh, the Rams got better with Akeem Tlaib. Damn. The it's only good. thing I'm sad about that is I can't see him trying to take uh, Crabtree's train like he's fucking uh, Debo from Friday twice a year. Yeah, it is going to be disappointing to not see him snatch that train. Fuck you. I <laughs> I just had to do it because I get just, so much shit for I'm fucking up my words. I'm just glad your brother caught that. You're, you're trying to slide you that in. What I, I said, Shane, that's great. <laughs> uh, then super hot take. Next week, uh, the uh, tournament starts. Uh, you know, you guys are talking about Final wow. Four. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but there's going to be 
64 teams in the tournament. I thought it was 65. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, fuck. When did they change that? <laughs> Isn't it technically 60? It's 68, right? Yeah. Because you got like, like, it, it really? teams finally. In- what the fuck? When is this? When, is this ha- when did that happen? <laughs> Look, it's a lukewarm take, Vicky B. It's fine. You're fine. <laughs> No, it's fucked up. I didn't know. It's 64 teams. I thought it was... Uh, Six, it's 68. Sports. It's 68 teams. They have all the... All this shit now in this Minutemen thing? God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. Vegas is awesome. Oh, well, that's a hot take. That's a hot take right there. That's a hot take. Vegas is awesome. That's a hot take. Fuck. That's a hot take. Any other hot takes? Now, fuck, they went down the shit shoe when I thought there was only 64 teams in the tournament. <laughs> what the? <laughs> ah, shit. Well, this, yeah, this is the first, the first four. That's, your, that's the beginning of the tournament. There's four teams who were on the bubble that they put in that there. Shit. That, was, that shit doesn't count. That's a participation trophy. All right, we're, we're, that's we're, a hot take right there. On, that's a participation trophy. That's a hot how, take. How does takes about to come? Vic, who you got winning the MOB World Series this year? <laughs> Oh, what? What? I can't hear you, Scott. <laughs> I said, who's going to win the World Series this year? Uh, who the fuck cares? That's a hot take. Not the Braves. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Braves. <laughs> fuck this hey, guy. Vic, I, got, I got one for you. Uh, are the Browns back? <laughs> yeah, super, you didn't read. Super Bowl, baby. That's a hot take. <laughs> That's a hot take right there. <laughs> They're going to – listen, I actually, I actually was listening to a uh, – Local Cleveland talk show this afternoon while I was at work, and a guy called in and predicted a uh, Sam Darnold Super Bowl when they pick him number one overall. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's not a good take after uh, what happened today. That's not a not. good take. That's a bad take. That's that's like lukewarm First at best. All, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Those trades made them five games. Five five wins. That got them about five wins, maybe. Yeah, but then you get Barkley with the number good. one pick. You get Nelson uh, from Notre Dame with the number four pick. Now they're up to eight wins. That's Scott's prediction. Eight and eight. That, that's what I'm giving the Browns. They they have firmly planted themselves in Cowboys territory. Vic, that is an eight hundred percent increase from last year. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, you know, Scott's <laughs> not a Browns fan, so he doesn't know. That I don't. I don't ever have any faith in the Browns to do anything. <laughs> that's fine. That's why I'm saying I'm a, a neutral <laughs> observer, like. They could, wins. Be, they could be winning. They could be beating the Steelers thirty to nothing, and I'd be like, "They're gonna lose." <laughs> Do you think now that the Browns have uh, traded for Tyrod Taylor uh, and everybody had said they were gonna take Darnold with the first pick? Do you think now the Browns trade away the number one pick overall and, and pick uh, up like two picks in the middle probably. of the first round? And then, yeah, and then they'll fucking <laughs> trade up and they'll take some cornerback that they trade to Pittsburgh who returns kickoffs and punts. And never plays. It's a, uh, a hot take. Or a running back who just flames out and Instagrams dick pics or whatever he's doing now. <laughs> that dick from Alabama. I just, dude, I uh, I have no is that what Trent Roots is faith doing? in is the Browns as an organization. Oh, shit. Vic, what is, worse, what is worse to watch on TV? The NFL Combine, the NFL Draft, or Selection Sunday? Uh, Browns games. Can I pick that? It's a hot take. It's a hot take right there. Uh, who is your pick for I, motherfucker of the week? Fans who think Tiger's back or fans who think I the Browns pick, are back? I pick Tiger fans, but <laughs> that could have went either way. 
you know, and, and the only reason I picked Tiger fan, uh, Tiger fans is because that dude is he'll be like shooting like me, fifty five over for nine holes. And they're still showing him on ESPN <laughs> and everything else. Cue the, the rate call. The, everything the Google thing pops up. Well, Yahoo Sports. Tiger Woods fucking shot a 55 over par today. Big fucking deal. Tell me about who won. 55 over par is a really bad score, man. Well, like, are you, you talking like... <laughs> you don't know about... But see, what I found out today was you don't really understand about golf. <laughs> oh. you, we did learn that tonight. Hey, Vic, final question for you. You didn't know about golf. <laughs> final, so, final question for you. Is, uh, you is Jason Kokrick back? How do you know 55 over par is bad? <laughs> you don't know nothing about golf. Is Jason Kokrick back? Dude, he's the David Blaney of the PGA Tour. <laughs> the David Blaney? Do you know that's who the Youngstown? Do you yeah, that's the Youngstown. That's the Youngstown uh, racer, right? The the dude that drives for yeah, like some yeah, who, not even who NASCAR. Is on the news in Youngstown, and he's like, he never finishes outside. Like he's he's never even in the top ten, not even top twenty. But they're like, and hey, Blaney, uh, David Blaney, this is gonna be his week. And then he totally shits. The is, that is? is that what the coverage is? Is that what the coverage is for Cockrick back home? What's that? Is that the uh, is that what the yeah, coverage is for? Yeah, he's like the uh, he's like the Valley Tiger Woods. <laughs> we gotta see everything. We see everything he did, and then everything Tiger did, and then they go, oh yeah, uh, Rory Rory McIlroy is winning. <laughs> but we didn't show we didn't show any his highlights. Uh, he, he chipped in from 150 yard job. We're not gonna show you that. Here's fucking Joker getting into a sand trap, and Tiger Woods telling us about his back hurting. Fuck you, Tiger. My back hurts too. <laughs> He said, Scott, I know you you left. Vic said uh, that they will show Jason Kokrick's highlights in Youngstown all the time, no matter what. They're, they'll show him, they'll show Tiger, and they'll be like, oh, and Rory McIlroy won. He chipped in from 150 <laughs> yards out, which is the longest chip I've ever heard of in my life. But apparently you can yeah, chip I, in. You can chip dude, in with a, a fucking eight iron. Golf. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anything about golf. I'm he sorry. Two weeks in a row. He'll do it. That's the point. <laughs> like he'll do golf something talk. amazing. Like, yeah, we didn't show you that. Vic, thank we you for your hot takes, your, uh, man. Jason Kokrick sucking. <laughs> thank you for your hot takes. Really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, next week will be better because I'm gonna get fucking drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you sober this week? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> he was just leaving yeah, work. Work. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> All right, bro. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers, man. Bye, Vic. All right, Dick. <laughs> you want to get into consumer can it? No, I want to talk oh, okay. about uh, our, our clothing line that we uh, launched this week. Fuck yeah, we did. Our we're fucking Kanye over here. Jesus. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> we we launched a clothing line this week. Um, get your craft brewed sports T-shirts. Um, we worked on the designs really hard. We took our original design and slapped it on a T-shirt, and then we took that same design, uh, took the logo and um, put words around it, and then we put those each on uh, sweatshirts. Either way, <laughs> we're, we're super excited because Mike and I had talked about this months ago as far as uh, wanting to merchandise and get some things out there with our logos on it, and... Props to Joe, because Joe showed up, and he's been helping us out a lot, but 
he had a connect and was able to uh, get that ball rolling. And this week we launched the uh, Craft Rude Sports Shop. And yeah. we really hope that you guys uh, like us enough and uh, enjoy things enough to want to support us to go out there and buy our uh, merchandise. And everything's on Amazon, so if you're a Prime member, it's free shipping. Right. All that good stuff. Um, basically... It's your way to to spread the word about the show. Like yeah. we appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys calling in, sharing the show, all that good stuff. Slapping a shirt on and walking around with it is right. going to be. This is another way of advertising. Helpful. And when somebody asks you, "What the fuck is that T-shirt you're wearing, Craft Root Sports?" Oh, hey. This oh, it's is a white motherfucker. Yeah, who doesn't know anything about golf? White motherfucker and this other half white <laughs> motherfucker, and they talk sports once a week. I don't know. I'd, I'm friends with them, so I guess I, I'm here. So I have to wear this. But yeah, so I mean, you know, we we appreciate you guys supporting the brand and supporting uh, the show. And if you want to support it even more, then go on over to and. Our website. Yeah, and, and the website, there's more than just like, I know we talk about the website when we talk about sponsors and we talk about, you know, the, the shop now, but there's more shit there. Joe put out a fucking article recently that was unreal <clears throat> with his bizarro world scenario of the Rockets versus the Raptors in the NBA Finals. We are bringing on new bloggers. Uh, we just had one today that, that launched his first article. Jerome Douglas put out an article today. Uh, about Kevin Durant, like there are more people that are coming in and putting out shit. So and look, check out the website. When it comes to being a blogger, I've had all we we got a great response this week from people saying, "Hey, I'd love to do it" or whatever. And I think the first question that I've gotten from anybody that's interested at all is, "Hey, what's the time commitment?" The best part about that is right now we're just going to be straight up with you. It's not as if you're getting paid. We aren't getting paid to do this show. <laughs> Joe's not getting paid to produce this show. Like, we're doing this out of passion and out of love and how much fun we have with it. And so we don't have any money to hand you. But if you're interested in writing sports or writing beer or if, uh, about beer and you've never done it or you have done it, but, you know, it's something that you've gotten away from just because of life and you don't have the platform or whatever, we want you to write for us. We figure... No pressure, no commitment. We're not looking at deadlines. We're not looking at, hey, you have to have this amount you know, published per month. It's just, you want to write? You, you've got a topic you want to write about and it has to do with sports or beer? Go ahead. The more general, the better. Like, we don't even edit your shit either. Like, no. You just post like, whatever you want to like, do. We have complete you faith put in up. you that you're going to write something that's worthwhile and that you're going to put your name on it, so you're not going to put out anything shitty. And, you know, we're, we're hoping that, you know, you're friends with us and friends of the show, so you're not just going to put out something to fuck us over. But <laughs> <laughs> if you write something, you know, we're going to give you publishing rights, and you'll have direct access to push it right on our site. And all we ask you to do is promote your own writing, like, you know, retweet it on your, your Twitter account, uh, you know, post it to your Facebook page, and let us know when you publish it, and we'll push it all the way out. This this whole show has been a very long commercial. That's fine. I mean, it's, it's totally fine. I when, mean, I'm, uh, no, I'm totally when, fine when, with that. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, no, we've, that's fine. We've been we very really done that. Like, yeah, Minutemen. But it, but we're also at a point. I think that shows. Like, if you look back, I was I was looking at it this week. If you look back at where the show was a year ago, right now to <clears> where we are, like currently, 
it's fucking crazy, man, how far this has come. And the right. fact that we're trying to grow and trying to expand and trying to get more people under this craft root sports umbrella is it's fucking bananas, man. Well, and even even if you consider the last couple of months, so we've we we obviously have had bloggers and we we've had uh, writers that are sports specific, <laughs> and they've done great things, and we're not disappointed in anything that they've done. But we're like, you know what? Rather than have it just be this exclusive group that we reached out to initially, why not open it up to anybody? Because there's so many people that we know that may have a passion for writing or may just want to be part of this, and why exclude them? So, Raid said, "Don't let shitty write anything." I wouldn't let him write my. (laughs) I wouldn't let him write my fucking grocery list. So, shitty ain't touching a damn thing on this show. Right? Does that mean you're auditioning for our golf contributor? Mm. I feel like it should. It's going to be a shitload of Tiger Woods articles. Every article is going to be, Tiger Woods is back. You see that club head speed? (laughs) And then it'll be a gif of him swinging. He'll be like, club head speed. Second for this week. Fuck, he's back. What about the next post? What what, what about the the bracket challenge? Let's, Let's talk about that one more time before we get out of here. Yeah, bracket challenge is available. It's up now. Go to MinutemanMadness.com. Doing that. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and you guys heard the interview. uh, Matt, super fucking cool. And you didn't get get to hear from Scott, but we have talked to Scott on a three-way call, Mike and I. Despite the fact that Scott clearly fills out more than one bracket, we won't hold that against him. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're expecting half of our listeners to not have any type of fucking integrity and just do whatever they want with the fucking... (laughs) But we're not going to judge you. I mean, you do what you got to do. I mean, I'm going to silently judge you, but I won't say... Win the prize. I mean, you're not going to beat me. But one of those two brackets will for sure beat Mike. That's no doubt. Probably both of them. And you go on ahead and enter that as many times as you want. As many email addresses as you have, go on ahead and sign up for that. Um, they Their goal is to get 4,000 participants up to 150 before the, the tournament before even, it even has it even announced. No brackets even available. Right. But we're trying to help them out just as much as they've helped us out so far. And so... Tell your friends, tell your family, get the word out. Join the join the bracket challenge because it's free. Like that's that's my favorite and, part and about the, this and whole thing. Just because you join our group doesn't mean you're excluded from theirs. Like you can win the trip right. to Boston and win the the our Boomer Esiason autograph. T-shirt. I mean the the yeah. good stuff, the Bengals yeah, preseason the tickets. Stuff, I mean our sweet the, awesome T-shirts. I mean if you win the trip to Boston, you are also winning our group because that's first prize overall. So right. you're winning. Well, and if you win that's the trip a lot to Boston, of... you're probably going to pass it off to me because I fucking said so. <laughs> so, you know, that's cool. Uh, signing up, it's free to sign up, MinutemanMadness.com. You will, you're automatically entered into their drawing. Then you search for public groups and you want to search for Craft Brood Sports. Join our group and start competing against us. And uh, we're this is where we're housing it. Last, last year, we did a, a tournament challenge. We did it on a, ESPN. Yeah, we? and we did it for a six-pack that nobody claimed. The, yeah, winner the winner never, never claimed even it. Got it. So this way I you finished are second, and that person finished first, and we never ended up having to give anything. I don't out. think he finished second. I think that's bullshit. 
you wouldn't know because you were. I was dead like, last. Dead last. <laughs> so I get the fuck out of here with I your was shit. Eliminated from contention the first week. <clears throat> and uh, one last time, let's announce our winner from our fifty dollar uh, drawing giveaway for it a was Minute Sean Man Reed. Ticket. Sean Reed. Sean Reed. Uh, Make sure you claim your prize. Joe's hit him up on Twitter. He's tagged him on Twitter already. So All Sean, right. uh, congratulations! Fifty dollar gift certificate to Minuteman. Thank you, Minuteman tickets for throwing that out there. And we will do that again in, a, in another couple weeks. Yes. It'll be something that we'll tweet out or After the Minuteman cha- cha- uh, bracket challenge, we'll go on ahead and do another giveaway. So yep. we'll, we'll go on ahead and get through the national championship game, let the dust settle, and then we'll go on ahead and do another giveaway. If you have a uh, punishment for me, hit us up. Yes, one of you five people left. Because otherwise, next week we have to do White Motherfucker. And I don't want to think of anything. Yeah, so the if there's no punishment, then we'll just do white motherfucker. Yeah, but if there's a punishment, we'll we'll do the yeah. punishment. And clearly, I'd rather do the punishment. It's, All right, unless before it's we, fucking karaoke. Well, before God. we get into consumer to can it, that let's so fucking brutal. Joe. What are the final tallies yes. for motherfucker of the week, sir? Drum roll, please. Don't fucking do that. Now the fucking it cameras is. are shaking. Fuck you. Fifty-two. To 48. Whoa, oh, shit. This is our tightest vote. Close the, poll. The polls yet. Who do you guys think? What's the Tiger, I'm going Tiger, Tiger fans. Woods. Tiger, Tiger fans. Woods edged it narrowly. Cleveland with the 52%. Wow. wow. So Cleveland. Wow. Cleveland fans who think they are back off of the few moves that they have made today, which legitimately, I actually think that they were pretty good moves. I still think it only gets the Browns to like eight wins at most, but hey, uh, it's eight is more than zero, so they've got that going for them. Wow. I can't believe that they beat Tiger Woods. Wow. That's right. amazing to me. Congratulations to the Cleveland Browns for being the Craft Root Sports motherfuckers Motherfucker of the week. Of the week. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get let's into get Consumer Mechanic. Oh, all right. Yeah, there you go. Consumer Mechanic brought to you by Tavor. Uh, check them out. Go to our website, craftrootsports.com. Click the sponsors link, and uh, there's a, a link there to get to Tavor. If you sign up, you will get a $10 credit uh, after your first beer. Also, right as celebrating that Tiger didn't win Motherfucker of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger fans didn't win Motherfucker of the Week. He, he said on a big yes. I imagine it. he's doing a Tiger fist pump. Right about <laughs> All right, so Consumer Cannon. This week we had Winter Lobe. Winter Lobe. Uh, well, Go ahead, I, I want to call it the Winter Lobe. I don't know why. Winter Loper. It's Winter Loper, but it's a, a Russian porter. Baltic porter, but yeah, okay, that's fair. It does say Baltic. Just, when I was reading, you just look at your screen right there. Yeah, <laughs> new graphic that we have going no, on. I was looking at it's like oh, Russian yeah. Imperial Stout. <sighs> I tried to get cute and get ahead of myself. Anyway, all right, Mike, what do you got for us? Lead uh, us off this week. I am consuming the hell out of this. I will say I'm disappointed because there wasn't a whole lot of of the additional flavors that they had talked about. Like I didn't taste any marshmallow. I didn't taste any graham cracker. I tasted a really good porter. The porter itself was fantastic. It actually had a little bit of a coffee flavor, maybe a little bit of chocolate, uh, but it was a, it was a really good porter as somebody who likes dark beer. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, 8% also helps. Um, I'm a big fan of that ABV. I am consuming this beer. Um, like I said, disappointed that the other flavors weren't yeah. there, but still a really solid porter. So if you do like porters, you're going to love this beer. Consume. Yeah, this 
this is a victim of its own description. I, I feel like we've had a couple of these from Tavor where they write up really great things in the emails and we're really hyped to uh, get it and it shows up and, oh man, can't wait to have it. And then we open it up and almost from the get-go we know, mm, this isn't going to be as great as we hoped. Yeah. Now, it is a great porter. Taste is fantastic. I don't have any complaints as far as ABV and all that fun stuff, but there's not a hint of marshmallow. I don't taste peanut butter cup. No, there butter. was no peanut butter. Yeah, I forgot no there was cup. even peanut butter that, mentioned. That was the yeah. main selling point of this. Of the, yeah. it, it was Reese's in a glass, I think, was somewhere mentioned in there. There's no peanut butter at all. And that's disappointing because I feel like while this beer is a consume, this could have went down as like an all-time fave or like, you know, it could have made the, the Hall of Fame for beers. But it said it's just... It's good enough to consume. If you just like, if you are a really big fan of porters, get it. It's a great porter. Yeah. But if you're getting it and you're thinking you're going to get any of these flavors, you're going to be sorely disappointed. So double consume, yep. but don't expect a whole lot. Yep. Consumer can it brought to you by Tavor. <laughs> good talk. <laughs> I mean, you're. Yeah, I, what am I going to do? I agree. It's, no, I know. That's I, I nailed 100% it. 100% so right. There's nothing you could fucking say. You also said everything I said. But yeah, yeah, yeah you nailed it. No, uh, I didn't hear shit you said. <laughs> uh, this has been a show, man. This, is, mm. this has been... We did some stuff. We, we battle-wrapped with Lou. I've, I mean, I've never gone that hard at somebody before. I'm sorry. Hey, next week, I might not be here. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be here. It may just be me and Joe in studio. Yeah, but I'm going to try. And if nice. I'm not, all right. No, I mean, I, I'm gonna try to be here. If if I'm not here, there will be a call in. I I will be on the show in right some on. way, shape, or form. But got some surgical shit I gotta deal with. So it's cool, man. I one understand. one week of missing it, but hopefully by the time I'm on the show officially, sitting in this chair. Xavier's still in the fucking tournament. Let's hope so. Uh, yeah, next week we'll be talking uh, a lot of March Madness, so tune in. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, for sharing the show, for calling in, except for you, Rate. Uh, be sure to follow <laughs> us. For at, participating in the giveaways. <laughs> at Crafty Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore junior. Follow me at Mike Burline. You can follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. Fucking finally nailed your Twitter handle. Uh, hit up the show anytime you want. 44037Drunk. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Xavier, get it together. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.